Hey, hey, welcome back to another episode of the Racing with Ryan podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Stevens, and joining me today, live in studio, the man behind the camera, Mr. Tom Stout from Speedway Video. How you doing, man? Ah, it's good sound effects. I am ready to hang out. Before we hit record, we got our Royal Rumble talk out of the way. That's it. That's so the now, podcast. Yeah, yeah, so I've I've now, I'm ready to move on from knowing what I'm talking about to pretending like I know what I'm talking about. That is the whole point of the show. We, me and Tom, have been, we've been talking the last couple of weeks or so about uh, getting together and doing a podcast just for old time's sake. And, uh, you know, Tom was like, man, I'm, I'm so deep in the off season right now. I couldn't even tell you, you know, if Bobby Sears was running his uh, mod mini this week or what's That's, going yeah, on. Yeah, so. I, I, I said, um, you know, oh, I'll bet that Bobby Spears is going to be the <laughs> sports stock champion. Yes, yes. Yeah verbatim there so, um, <laughs> let me know if you get any slurpy slurps on the mic because that's gross we don't yeah. want we don't want that last couple weeks i've i've had a cough drop in my mouth half the time so <laughs> rattling the around in your teeth. Is, if you if you listen to last week watch the race rewind you my voice just like i was okay but my voice wasn't 100 back and i would say it's about 95 percent back so i'll be i'm ready for red eye man and, and the whole reason for having tom in uh, Tom, Tom can come in any week and do a show, but we're going to get Tom up to speed a little bit too. A little red eye preview here this week. Um, I'm going to talk about, uh, I actually uh, got to announce my first race of the season and it wasn't on an asphalt track. So we'll talk about uh, my experience uh, filling in for Bob at Volusia. And um, I've got updated power rankings for the World Series. The Clash at the Coliseum is coming up this weekend for NASCAR. So I've got uh, a quick, and we'll make the power rankings quick because we've got a lot to get to in the show, but I do have power rankings and stuff. Uh, and, and we'll talk a little bit of red eye, a little preview, a uh, little bit of controversy with the red eye at the moment uh, that we'll, we'll talk about as well. And uh, then in the second segment, we're going to hear what Tom's experience is like, because he's got a very hectic world series. I, I think, Woo! I don't think world series is easy for anybody, but um, everybody's experience is different depending yeah. on your role, whether you're a racer, a crew member, a family member, Everybody has a different experience. We're not just, okay, it's 7 o'clock, let's race. Like, there's so much that goes into it for 9, 10 days in a row, whatever it may be for that individual. So we're going to hear what it's like for Tom. We're going to see what Tom's went up to with Speedway Video, what his plans are for the 2024 season. And then at the end of the show, uh, we do have a little bit of around the state. Some tracks did get some racing in this past weekend. So we'll uh, touch on that. So uh, with that said, Tom, I, uh, I, I talked to you about it because I got a phone call early last week was on Wednesday asking um, if I could come over to Volusia Speedway Park and fill in for Bob Stokel. And, uh, you know, <clears throat> anytime my phone rings and it's uh, somebody asking if I can fill in at a, an oval short track, I, I'm going to try to be there. Yeah. And uh, just had to make a couple of things work. Had to clear it over with my boss. Say, hey, I'm going to work some crazy hours to make this up, uh, get everything done. And uh, if it's cool with you, I'd appreciate it. She was like, yep, go ahead called the babysitter, my mom, thank God. Mm -hmm. uh, she was able to arrange some of her day on Thursday and come over and watch Peyton. Um, soon, she'll be at that age where I can just be like, hey, we're going to the racetrack. You're going to sit over here and, and color or, you know, do homework because in a couple of years she'll be doing homework. Um, but right now she loves being at the racetrack, but if I got to work, you know, she just needs that extra bit of attention. So she stayed home. Uh, I was able to arrange all that. So I head out to Volusia on Thursday afternoon. And I told them, I'm like, look, I, I've got to work. I, I've got to arrange childcare. So I'm not going to be there. Like, I can't be there when the gates open and walk around the pits. Like, I'm going to leave my house and get there and be ready to go. I'm filling in. So I kind of feel like, listen, I, I've been doing this long enough where if I don't know who's in a car, 
hey, the guy in the white 59 car, they're coming up to pass him, that gets the message over just as good as anything else. And if you make it sound like you know what you're talking about, well, damn it. It, yeah. it sounds good enough for most that's, people. That's one, so. of the, one of the first lessons I ever received at the first job I ever worked at was exactly that. The context was a little different. <clears throat> it was... Um, I was, I was, as they called it, an environmental specialist at a hospital, a janitor. Yeah, yeah. And I was being trained by somebody who was, his real specialty was slacking off. Oh, So he was okay. training me like, hey, here are the different rooms you can go in and the security guards won't bother you. Here are the, the floors that have like a whole bunch of different cable channels with good movies on them. And <laughs> so that, that was my training. So you really did learn the ropes. And he just <laughs> said like, hey man, if you, if you walk and talk like you know what you're doing, nobody will question you. Yeah. You could yep. walk out of here with an MRI, MRI machine loaded into a truck and drive off and sell it as long as you looked like you knew what you were doing. That's And, and I live by that motto because I, I can't tell you how many times I've walked through the pits. Not to be sneaky, but like... To go see somebody that I know, and I'm like, if I just walk in here like I know what I'm doing, nobody's going to say anything. And I'm not looking to, you know, just to make it clear, I'm not looking to sneak into the pits and be like, oh, I'm in the pits. I'm just, you know, listen, just know what you're doing and don't make a fool of yourself. Don't draw attention to yourself and do something stupid. Um, but, yeah, I just, I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll come do this. And, um, you, you know what, sidetrack which is going to happen a lot in this episode because that's how Probably. Tom work. Um, <clears throat> you remind me of my friend Sam when he worked security yeah. at Full Sail. Oh. Because he would do, he knew all the rooms that would be dark at a certain time <laughs> when there was no classes and he could go, like he'd go into the studio and sleep on the couch. Yeah, so, no, I, I had, I knew that. where and with whom I could safely like take naps. And I mean, I was a 17, 18 year old kid. So that sounded great. Yeah, exactly. I, I, they're like, oh, you could either learn how to work the floor buffing machine, or, or you could, yeah, and yep. and like, okay, well, and and the one the the weekend that my boss got wise, and I didn't get in trouble. He just said, okay, I'm scheduling out your jobs now. I'm not saying, hey, you've got eight hours to go clean the hospital in general. I'm going to give you a specific itinerary of what to do. Yeah. That weekend was the one I decided yeah. not to show up anymore. You put the kibosh on it. So. <laughs> I mean, I was a 17-year-old kid. That's yeah. not, you know, not morals I relate to anymore, but that that's what I did at the time. Sure. So, yeah, I went into this uh, Volusia experience like, hey, I'm just going to go do the best I can. I found out uh, it was sprint cars and three-quarter modifieds. It was a two-division night. So I'm like, oh, okay, this should be over. You know, I should get home relatively at a decent hour which for me, I'm a night owl anyway, so it doesn't really matter. I was going to be up till midnight, one o'clock, regardless of if I was at the racetrack or not. Um, <clears throat> so I get out there and then I find out, um, you know, they've got Dirt Vision TV was yeah. there. Um, so the Dirt Vision guy would be doing the sprint cars because that's the reason they're there. They covered this particular sprint car series. And I'm not a big sprint car guy anyways. I appreciate them. I enjoy them, but I don't really follow them. Um, they're cool to see every now and then, but they're not like, oh my God, sprint cars are my favorite thing in the world. So, um, the line like, they run is fun to watch. Yeah. And, and they're cool machines. It's just, to me, it's like, it takes them longer to get started for a heat oh, race sure. than the heat race actually takes to run. Um, you know, it's not quite as bad during the feature because the feature is a little bit longer. Um, but then I was like, okay, well that takes the, the load off. I know some of the three quarter modified guys. I've, I've seen them a couple of times. A couple of their guys used to run new Smyrna. So, uh, and there was a couple of my quarter midget kids that oh, I announced cool. that have moved up to three quarter mods That's on awesome. the dirt. So, uh, there was, there was a couple of people that I knew in the field that I could really sound like, okay, 
let me give you the lowdown on some of these kids and, yeah. or some of these guys because uh, it's a you know it's a diverse group. I'm finally um, starting to get to that point too, where like you know uh, Becca Monopoly recently announced that she's doing Arca. Arca. Yeah, yeah, and I, and cool. like I. I've never even said hello to her, but I filmed her for years and watched so her you journey. Know who that is. And so I, I sort of like felt a sense of pride in a way. Like that's yeah. that's a weird word to use in this context, but I was kind of like, damn, no, I'm proud you, you of you. You feel yeah. happy for these people yeah. that you've watched on the short tracks for the last five, six, seven years, however mm-hmm. long it's been, and then you see them get an opportunity and you want them to do well. Yeah. So um, I felt that way for David LeBeau back in 2017 when he yeah. did Arca. Michael Lira did Arca. Mm-hmm. Um, Cesar Baccarella. Uh, you, 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 you know, I don't, even at that point, I'd only been around a year, but I still felt a connection. Like those guys race at my track yeah. and they're at Daytona right now. That's really cool. So, uh, that's one of my favorite parts about the position I'm in. I've seen all these people come up through the ranks and when they have an opportunity or they make it, you, you feel that sense of accomplishment for them and you want to root for them. So, um, you know, I had a little bit of that going into, uh, the three quarter mod race, and I, I will admit, uh, since it was primarily a television broadcast, or, you know, a, a streaming broadcast, I say yeah. television, um, that's a boomer term, um, it, it was, you know, the the stream was broadcast over the PA. So, for me, I am such a crowd announcer, I'm not a streaming TV announcer, um, so when when those situations come up where, it, where the audio is, is simulcast, basically... I tend to go more towards the crowd, like entertain the people that are in your building paying to see this event. Because mm-hmm. um, I feel like they need to be entertained as well. Whereas, and no offense to the Dirt guys, Dirt Vision guys, they're doing their thing and no. their thing is the TV. Of course, it's a different so, style. Like it, I, I imagine exactly. a lot of sports stadiums, but I, I'm familiar with it in baseball stadiums. Mm-hmm. They've got separate uh, arena and or stadium oh, yeah. and uh, TV, yep. yeah, different different announcers. And like even at Daytona, they've got the TV guys, and then they have like MRN radio calling the the action on the the track. Yeah. And, the oh, fans. and and of course, you know, radio is a totally different thing because you have to understand that your audience can't see. Right, so you've got to be happening. so yeah. descriptive. Mm-hmm. And uh, I try to do that when I do the race rewinds because I'm like, okay, some people are just going to be listening to this. I really want to get yeah. more descriptive. And if they go back and watch it, then they can get the extra bit of info. Those are uh, so cool to watch back. If anybody didn't uh, listen to uh, listen to or watch back the video of the uh, the truck race that you did last week, it's, it it's so one. cool to, it to listen back to the analysis. And I always try to like find some extra little tidbits of information oh, yeah. to throw out there, and I feel like I, I did good with that. And it was a very exciting race, and I know uh, Richard Levance appreciated it, so yeah, that, that you know, made me happy. To absolutely, do that one. yeah. So you know. Um, Back to Volusia, um, I was like, man, not that I, not that I was nervous, but I had a little bit of butterflies just because. Okay, new situation. I kind of just, I showed up, and they just brought me up there, and they're like, oh, we gotta get you a microphone. So I'm sitting there like, I hope they bring me a microphone soon. I hope I get a <laughs> microphone soon because I don't have anything. Okay, got the microphone. I hope it works because it's not mine, and I didn't plug it in, and I'm not. They got their fancy little machine over there with all the levels, and <laughs> I have no control over it, so I hope it works. I hope I don't screw up. I hope I don't start talking and nothing's happening, you know? Um, so the first round was hot laps for the sprint cars, and that took a while because there was like eight groups of them because there was like 40-some-odd sprint cars there, and they they split up the heat races. Uh, so there was like eight groups of hot laps. It's only – literally, it takes them longer to start than yeah. than to go for two laps of hot laps. I, and I love, I love hot lap practice that, you know – you go out there in your group, get a couple laps. Okay, car's running. We're ready. Then, exactly. Um, so I had I had all of that to sit through and just kind of be like, 
okay, all right, I'm going to do fine. I just want to start. And then it was my turn and started going. And I'm like, okay, yep. Yeah. Uh, definitely got to learn these guys. Of course, <clears throat> there's a couple duplicate numbers. So it's like, okay, I really got to pay attention to which 26 is which and try to figure it out because, you know, you can't see the little B under the six there. Um, I was able to figure all that out. Um, I had a little bit of information that Bob sent me. So I had like track champions and like top drivers and points. So I, was, I had a few talking points for these guys, which was very helpful. Bob had given me the track record, uh, which was uh, set earlier last year. And so I kind of had that for qualifying. And this Colton Lane kid comes out and just obliterates the track record in qualifying. Wow. And I'm like, oh, my goodness. Like, I'll go double-check <laughs> with scoring, but I think we have a new track record there. Yeah. Holy cow, this guy is flying. Because I'm like, yeah, according to my paperwork here that, uh, you know, and I several times I get Bob's shout-out like, oh, he'll be back tomorrow. I know if you're a regular here, you're probably – you know, waiting to hear Bob and he'll be back. So um, I was like, yeah, the paperwork Bob gave me says that's a new track record. Well, come to find out that this Colt Lane kid had broken the track record in December. So yeah. since Bob had been there, he broke it again. So he was just under or uh, just over the track record. Uh, but the the information I had hadn't quite updated from December, the last time they raced. So Colt Lane was very fast. He looked to be the class of the field. He had like half a second on the field in qualifying. So it looked like, my job is going to be pretty easy. Just like watch the battle for a second because Colton Lane's going to smoke everybody. Uh, the heat races happen. And uh, the crazy thing about dirt, man, they run like an eight lap heat race and half the field is a lap down. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, we might get one or two cars off the pace, uh, but our heats stay relatively close together. Yeah. You know, it spreads out a little bit, but dirt racing is so funny, man. Like there's a huge disparity through the field. You got really fast cars and then you got really slow cars. And, and I think it has a lot to do with how dynamic the line is. Like, if you miss it just a bit, it's not like an asphalt track where everybody's kind of running the same line and they're all kind of glued together like slot cars. Um, I feel like in the dirt world, if you missed your line just a little bit, your lap time is killed. So it really spreads the field out quickly. And you were um, telling me that the line changes throughout the night. Yeah, it, it really did. The track really widened out. In the heat races, it was kind of a single groove track, didn't really wide out. But then when they started getting more cars out there and as we went through the night, the groove really did change. And there was a cushion. And uh, that's like the, the upper line of dirt that gets pushed up every time they go and it's got more moisture. I think I was telling you about that. So they search for that moisture to get those tires to hook up. So the, the cars are moving up the track. And if you move up too high and you jump that cushion and get into the loose dirt, because you think about, you know, the marbles that get kicked yeah. up on the outside of the racetrack, you got no grip and you're, you're, yeah. you're, um, your times will suffer. And, and that happened in the future. So uh, the heat races were pretty exciting. By that point, I was feeling pretty confident, and I started to hear from people. Uh, Dennis Gardner from oh, the nice. New Smyrna Quarter Midget Association, the president, he he texted me. He's like, hey, cool to hear you announcing at a real racetrack. And yeah. I was like, ha, ha. Yeah. I'm always happy to help out. I'm just helping Bob out tonight. But thank you. Glad you're uh, glad you're enjoying the show. And then I heard from Blake Clouser, and mm -hmm. he echoed those same statements. <laughs> like, hey, whoa, cool to hear you calling a real race at dirt. Yeah, and I was oh, like, no, I'll be calling a real race on February 3rd <laughs> at Red Eye, but thank you. Um, and you know, I'm just, those guys, oh, yeah. every time they see me they're like, Oh, enjoying some real racing. I'm like, I enjoy all racing. I'm an asphalt guy, but I enjoy dirt. Mm -hmm. Like I, I'm not like, Oh my God, I go to every dirt race in the world, but I enjoy, I've always enjoyed going to Volusia. So to get the chance to go back there and announce, I couldn't turn it down. And I feel like I did a good enough job. Obviously, you know, if I had more time, if, um, you know, it wasn't just thrown at me a day, you know, I could have prepared a little bit more, but I, Still had to work, still had to take care of my kid, you know. Um, but I feel like I, I like 
like I said earlier, I did enough to make it seem like I knew what I was talking about and got through it. And then we got to the feature and, um, it was only a 15 lap feature, which doesn't seem very much, but those, you know, it's a big track. Those cars are, they were like seven seconds slower than the sprint cars. Those guys were, the sprint cars were like 14 seconds. These guys were going 21 seconds, 22 seconds. So like Mm -hmm. the speed differential, especially watching the sprints and then the modifieds right after each other. It was pretty crazy. That's um, the kind of thing where I get like cameraman lead foot. I don't know if there actually is a jargon term for it, but when a slower division hits the track after a faster division, like, I'll, I'll beat down. the cars uh-huh. and I'm like, oh, whoops, Oops. they're still back there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's funny, like during World Series qualifying, when you get like super lates and then like the sportsmen qualify, because yeah. you think, wow, those things look fast, but then you really see the difference between yeah. them. Um, yeah, we got to the feature and, uh, Poor kid on, like, lap five. He just went for a little lazy spin in turns three and four, and when he turned the car back the other way to try to correct it, it hooked, dug into the dirt, and flopped over on its roof. So right away, there was a flip, which I haven't seen many flips over there, and I'm trying to remember who it was that that flipped over. I think it was... Oh, let me scroll down here. Uh, yeah, it was Nathan Hahn in the 29. He just did a lazy rollover, and then the race got going. I think there was another caution for a spin here or there. Um, but it was Colton Lane up front. It looked like he was going to run away and win. And then with two laps to go, coming to the checkers, um, he caught lap traffic. And it was the 59 of Robert Bowen, who got in the way in the heat race, too. That's what made me bring up the disparity between the cars. Even in the heats, like there was lap traffic for the leaders to deal with in the heats. And uh, Volusia's a half-mile track. It's not like some little bull ring where they're on top of each other the whole time. It's a big track. So that just tells you the difference there. Um, but they came up to uh, Robert Brown and Colt Lane jumped the cushion coming off turn number four and got big sideways in the driver in second. Ironically, the other number 26, uh, like I was telling you earlier, there's all those uh, duplicate number cars. Uh, Timmy Hogan's able to come by and gets the win. So all night I'm like, Colt Lane is going to win this race. It's going to be a runaway. Hey, at least I got to come watch some sprint cars. Now some fun. Ended up being a really good race uh, with, with a pretty dramatic finish. And, um, uh, I'm not going to dwell on these results too much, uh, but Timothy Hogan did win the three-quarter mod feature. Colton Lane was second. Dalton Hopke third. Ethan Hahn was fourth, fifth for Paul Shedd, uh, a driver I remember uh, seeing in regular modifieds. And then the sprint car race was pretty cool. 43 cars. I think they started uh, 24, 25 of them. So the heat races mattered. The last chance qualifiers mattered. Uh, some really good racing. Uh, first lap of the first heat, Tyler Clem, Bubba the Love Sponge kid, uh, jumped a wheel and flipped. Uh, and that was the only sprint car, like, major incident of the night. And it happened on the drop of the first green flag. Mm. Uh, Ricky Stenhouse Jr. was there racing. He got in the show on a provisional because he wasn't able to qualify. Another driver I want to highlight, Glenn Styers in the zero, all the way from Oshwiken, um, Ontario, Canada. Um he is racing a prolate in the World Series. So I saw him uh, with his sprint car in the pits. I walked up to him and I pointed at his trailer. I'm like, you got the prolate in there too? And he's like, nah, that's a week from now. And I'm like, I know, but like, is it in there? Like, do you have it already down here? And he's like, nope. I'm like, so you're going to go all the way home, drop the sprint car off and get the late model? He's like, yep. <laughs> so I just, you know, I thought that was cool. Um, he made the show. So I was happy about that. Uh, a lot of these sprint car guys I'm not really familiar with, but it was Sam Hafferty who got the victory in the 15 on night number one. This was uh, night one of a three-night series. I don't really know much about what happened in night number two, but let me just give you the winners. It was the same divisions. Um, Austin McCarl won on night number two. Sam Hafferty was in the second spot on night two. And then let me find the three-quarter mod finish here. 
And I'm just going to blaze through this so we can continue with the, the program here. You can go back on Dirt Vision and watch this if you'd like. I'm assuming Bob was back. I know uh, during the night I did give Bob a shout-out. And I said, Bob, if you're watching, buddy, hope you're feeling better. Appreciate the opportunity here tonight. And he texted me. He said, thank you very much, and you're doing a good job. So that was cool. Nice. Um, Tim Hogan won on night number two of the three-quarter mod. So he went two for two. And wouldn't you know it, Colton Lane led nine laps of the race and finished a lap down. So something again happened mm. to Colton Lane. Uh, not sure what, but just looking at the finish here, um, 17 cars on both nights for the three-quarter mod. So good turnout of cars. And then on the third and final night here, let's see who won the sprint car main event. It went to Ryan Timms in the 5T. I remember that car, uh, Sitco sponsored car, if I'm not mistaken. Very sharp machine. Um, Sam was uh, third and Austin was fourth. So the same guys kind of near the front, which is typically the case when they get it figured out. Ricky Stenhouse Jr., 14th. He was just kind of mid-pack guy. Um, and then three-quarter mods. Let me scroll down because they have literally hot lap results on here. They've got results from everything, which is pretty cool. Good on Volusia for having everything right there available for you. So let me scroll down to three-quarter modifieds and see who won on the third night. Tim Hogan swept the week. Good for him. Colton Lane came home second, and guess what? It says started first, Colton Lane, led 10 laps. Final five laps went to Hogan. So wow. it looked like Colton Lane had the best car until like the last five laps. He's got so, that 2022 Michael Hind luck. Yeah, no kidding. No kidding. So uh, that's what we went down at Volusia. Really appreciate the opportunity. Like I said, it was different, like, I was the secondary guy. You know, the Dirt Vision guys, they had their stuff. The the main announcer, um, he had, like, his his TV monitor. He had a computer. He had his notebook. Like, a consummate professional. It was really cool to see them work and how smooth it was. And even for me, like, you know, they would just throw it to me, but I would just pick it up like I knew, like I've been with these guys for, sure. for years and years and years. Um, it, it, it went really well. Um, but I treated it like I was calling a race for the fans in the grandstands. And, you know, so they throw the mic over to me and I'm like, hey, don't forget to get your 50-50 tickets because the TV guys are like, hey, we're going to play some ads for our stuff. And they kind of just, you know, they don't forget the fans are there, but they're focused on the TV. So I right. made my focus the fans for the local division because the, the fans in the stands probably know the local guys a little bit. And uh, so that was kind of my focus. So there's a different dynamic. And um, like I said, a little bit of butterflies at the beginning, settled those down in hot laps, which was good to call the hot laps because I got to get that practice in. And um, yeah, it went really well and it was a lot of fun. Awesome opportunity. I just, you know, sometimes the phone rings and you're like, man, that kind of doesn't really fit into my week. But you just, you take the call, you make the most of it. And you never know. They may uh, they may call again. And um, I... It's funny. I spent like 30 minutes afterwards filling out paperwork to become an employee at Volusia Speedway <laughs> Park for a night. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, you know, total professional dynamic over there. Uh, corporate, if you will, is is kind of how it felt. Uh, first time I've been in their brand new tower. I've called races with Bob before back, you know, right. uh, we did the truck race under that Rich Clouser won and all that stuff yeah. back in the day. Um, but I haven't been there since I redid the tower. So it was cool to be in there. Uh, great facility, great racetrack, uh, a lot of fun. Um, so yeah, it's a kind of a, a surprise last couple weeks. Haven't had much racing to talk about here. And here I am telling you about my dirt slash TV experience. Yeah, I think it's cool. And like I, like I told you personally, I think it's the kind of thing where even if it was a bit foreign to what you're used to, sure. it's experience that you can take with you if you stay at New Smyrna or if you do anything different, it's, it's experience under your belt. Uh, I think I think it's real cool that you got to do it, man. I've I've only in, been to Volusia that one time that yeah, New Smyrna dragged you out. out there, yeah, yeah, and we, we went to George see George Spears. Spears. Yeah. And the main thing I remember about it is just that uh, I had to shower after. That's oh yeah, well that was nice <laughs> about being in the booth. I didn't get dirty, um, and because they they had the the team for the sprint cars, 
when those things raced, I went and sat in the grandstands because mm. I wanted to feel those cars are mean. I wanted to feel that power of 25 of those things taking off down into turn number one and throwing dirt. So, feel it rumbling in your chest. Oh, dude, you feel it like in your feet as they <laughs> rumble the grandstands. It's, it's, it was really cool. It was Ooh, fun. my fasciitis. Uh, and I did tell him at the beginning, I'm like, yeah, this is the only night I can come. So hopefully Bob can make it. I, g- I gave him uh, Austin's information in case Bob mm, couldn't nice. make it because Austin, yeah. he, that's what he does now is dirt. Right. So right. I feel like he would have done a, a good filling job as well. Um, and, and if anything, the experience was nice. And the fact that, like, I can go into a more or less foreign situation and do my thing. Yeah. And, and seven years ago, eight years ago, I couldn't have done that. I'd be too scared to do that. So I just think that says a lot about um, the way you can grow as a person in, in, you know, instead of being scared of opportunity, grasping opportunity. And I say if, if opportunity jumps in your lap, go for it. If you screw it up and you're helping out, well, at least it was a one-and-done situation. Take advantage <laughs> of the opportunities, make the most of it, enjoy life. Um, with that said, um, we got the Red Eye 50-50 coming up here February 3rd at New Smyrna practice on Friday night. Um, it should be a good turnout. With World Series around the corner, of course you're going to have a few teams that, A, you know, can't come down a couple of days early. Um, you're going to have a few teams that are like, I'm not going to go risk my car before the World Series. Um the other thing that we're battling a little bit right now, there's a new Hoosier tire coming out for Speed Weeks for the late models. Okay. Uh, they tested it up at uh, Cordial for Speed Fest. Got really good reviews. Is this the controversy? A little bit. It's, it's a little bit of a controversy. It's just a, a tough situation for some of the teams, and I, I totally uh, do not fault any of the teams for their decisions here. I, the car counts are going to be fine. There's going to be enough drivers that come out You'll get some of our locals that aren't going to do the World Series. They're itching to get on the racetrack. We're going to have a good mix of drivers. Um, but with this new Hoosier tire, there's they're get, they they have enough production, but they're keeping it for World Series. So we're using the old tires for oh, Red Eye that we okay. already have in stock because yeah. Hoosier said, use use what you have. You, we're giving you we're only giving you new ones for World Series. Yeah. So. Um, we're using the old Hoosier tire and I'm, I'm sorry, I don't have the, you know, F45 is the old one. I forget what the new one is called. I'm sorry. I don't have it in front of me. Tires are not my department and I don't even want to get mixed up in this whole situation. I don't even want to debate with you about it. If you feel like it's not to your benefit to run red eye because it's the old tires, then you don't have to run red eye. And there is a big team that, um, they're bringing five cars, to the world series, four supers and a pro Donnie Wilson motorsports. Ah. And they're going to sit out red eye because, they feel like they're not going to learn anything on the old tire. And now I will argue that with their young, they got like three pretty young drivers. They got a couple of veteran drivers that can probably just, you know, get practice on Thursday and be up to speed and ready to go. Um, and Donnie Wilson Motorsports, they're so good. That's really all they need is Thursday practice and they'll be good to go, to be honest with you. Uh, so them sitting out red eye, you know, it's it's probably null and void. But I feel like the track time in race conditions, even if it's on a slightly different tire, I feel like there's nothing better than a practice race because you can go out there in the heat of the day and run practice lap after practice lap because that's what they do all day before you get out there you know isn't that the same (laughs) right (laughs) yes oh yes yeah Uh, isn't that the same reason why people do iRacing to familiarize with the track and to familiarize with oddities like like how the front stretch outside wall yeah Yeah. And, and yeah that's that's along the same lines but you know, you could run a thousand laps on iRacing, but the first time you get behind the wheel of an actual car, it's night and day different, yeah. you know. But it, you, at least you know kind of how turn one and two feels. Right, um, exactly. So it's a good thing to have in your your hip pocket, which is why I feel like it's beneficial to, even if your your goal during the red-eye race 
is to not get in the mix and just kind of be out there. There's nothing wrong with that either. But get out there and race conditions and learn what's going to happen so that when you come next Friday to the first super late model of pro late model race, you've already you've got a race under your belt. Yeah. Just five days previous. And maybe you're running next to somebody who you ran next to two weeks ago and you right. know their line. And you've learned or... some people's race craft a little bit. Yeah. So yeah, the the tire thing is an unfortunate situation that I just learned about. I talked to Rusty about it. He's like, yeah, Donnie Wilson's not coming. And I said, look, it's okay. Like, I see both sides of it. I, I do. And that's why I'm like, it's it's okay. Yeah, I'd prefer they be there. I'd yeah. prefer we'd be on the new tires. Um, but I'm glad that we still get to do this event. And you know what? If we get, you know, uh, half of the super lates that are on the the list to come for World Series, then it's going to be a hell of a race. I'll be, yeah, I'll be happy with that. And, and I do have the preliminary entries here. It's not... The, the list we had going into the original Red Eye was pretty impressive. Um, and it had grown and bloomed. And I th- feel like this one will as well. And listen, when I get to the track on Friday for practice, whoever's there, I'm going to say, because another thing that may happen, we might get some people that come out Friday for practice that may not race Red Eye mm-hmm. because they're just like, well, I'm going to go get some track time and I'm putting her in the trailer and I'm saving it for speed weeks. And there's nothing wrong with that either. This tire, is it? the new one going forward or is it just for world series no and then it's, we're it's back to the... from what i understand it's the new late model tire going forward and it okay. put on a good show at cordial so i'm very interested to see how it performs i think it'll help get the cars the the super lights especially lately they've been very slot car yeah so you know very hard to pass i think that's this'll... The, like the catchphrase is like it's hard to pass yeah, yeah. And, and i think it, it, these cars are so aero dependent now they're very technical now it's going to be hard to pass regardless, but I think this tire will give them a little bit more wiggle room and and make it easier to run a little bit more side-by-side. In theory, based on the reactions I read from... The few reactions I read from Cordial, but the tire got good reviews, so we're going to use the old tire for Red Eye. We're going to get rid of the stock. Um, I've even heard rumors, and there's nothing wrong with this either. Red Eye is not a big-paying race. I've heard some people are going to run the new tires if they have them. In, like, if the teams have them, sure. they're going to come run the new tires. Tell, to hell with you if you DQ me. I'm going to go out there and, yeah. and race on the new tire and see what it's like. That makes a lot so, of sense. there could be a lot of things going on behind the scenes, yeah. extracurricular, at Red Eye. And I don't think any of it's bad. You know, I I, I made the, the post uh, at the end of December, like, hey, come out to the Red Eye on January 6th and get some good practice for the World Series. And people are like, oh, you're you're uh, you're promoting this as a practice, a glorified practice now? Hell yeah, it's practice for the World Series, man, yeah. in race form. We get to enjoy a race and see a little World Series preview. And that's what I was talking about in January. Yeah. But now it's truly a World Series preview. You're going to see some people, and there's people that are coming now that normally would not come to Red Eye. So I think, you know, the ones that are going to sit it out they weren't going to come in, in January anyway. And now we're going to get a couple of those guys. Um, and there is super lates at Auburndale, but you've seen enough Auburndale super late races to know there's not really any crossover. They have like their 14, 15 guys. Um, George Gorham can't race there anymore. He's really the only guy that you would argue. Um, yeah, TJ DeCare. But he's, he's really, he's, he's got a cars tour ride now. So I think he's focused on that. May run Auburndale, but he's, he's Auburndale's his home track. So I don't blame him. Um, I, I, I was talking to to somebody online and they're like, oh, there's two Super Late races going on at the same time. But they're both going to be great. Yeah. Auburn Hills race will be fine. Ours will be fine. Um, the names I have on the list so far, even if these are the only drivers to show up and think it'll be a good field, we have uh, Jonathan Knee in the eight car. He was at Governor's Cup. Oh, yeah. Uh, Anthony Cataldi for Jet Motorsports in the nine. Brad May. The, the, he got his rain out. He wasn't going to make it in January, oh, so he gets right. to come. Oh, I forgot yep. about that. 
Uh, he's excited about that. Or he um, was in uh, he was in Barcelona. Mm-hmm. Barcelona. <laughs> well, well, is that a tomato tomato thing? It, okay. If, if you're from Barcelona, okay. That's well, a, listen, if, that's what that's what Antonio Benedetis calls it. You're you're much more versed in that kind of stuff, so I'll take your word for it. <laughs> uh, you're, you're much more cultured than I am. Um, <coughs> excuse me. And these are the super late entries, by the way. Jeff Chiquette for Jet Motorsports. Yeah. Give me Jeff Chiquette behind the wheel of a super late, and I'm happy. And I love like, watching him. Everybody you've said so far, I'm excited yeah, about. You're but like, That's you know, good. you know that every time you say Jeff Chiquette, I'm like, oh hey, yay, I know him because I like I I knew him from when we started right, at New exactly, Smyrna, exactly. and I, I noticed him then. So anytime he comes back, I'm just like, all right, cool. I know it's, that guy. it's a good name to have in the field. Yeah. Uh, Billy Van Meter in the 23. He's a he's a World Series guy, so he's coming. Bobby Good, one of our locals. Ty Fredrickson is driving his dad's 30... I, I think it's his dad, but then I saw the ages on my race pass, not that I trust them. I assume Ty Fredrickson was Dan Fredrickson's son, but the ages now are throwing me off. But Ty Fredrickson in the 36 out of Minnesota. John Kaufman, I spoke with him last night, and he says, I don't give a damn what tire y'all are running, we're coming. So we'll see John Kaufman, I love his attitude. Uh, Brandon Turbush in the 05, another World Series guy who's going to do, you know, hey, I'm making the trip down, might as well stay. And Tony Elrod was going to go out to Irwindale, California, to run the SRL race out there because he's Tony Elrod is focused on travel, but he's going to stay local now that he made the determination to stay local and come to, to red eye. And then it ended up getting rained out. Anyway, they canceled due to weather. So, um, we're definitely benefiting. I would say, I, I think that's eight, nine, 10 names, something like that. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Yeah. That's, that's 10 names already. Yeah. And I think there are some that don't, that may have pre-registered but, for the right. first edition that are like, well, I'm, I don't have to register again. Yeah. I want to start a new list because plans change. And in weirdo fantasy world, if this was the only, if this was the field, if this was the It'd be good starting enough. one, I would be happy about this field. Right. Uh, also, uh, Schofield was the other crossover name uh, that I was yeah. thinking of. He's, if, uh, uh, I don't know. Well, they... Uh, they have an ARCA East car now. Okay. And, and Tyler Schofield yeah. is focusing on that. So I don't think we're going to see them much this year, which is unfortunate, but also cool that they've found another thing to go do. Yeah, yeah. And I'll have some uh, some Stone Cold Steve Austin throwbacks going up. So, <laughs> there some, you go. Some, what, what do I, I've got to come up with, like, Sco, Sco Cold? No, that doesn't really work. But yeah, there's there's a thumbnail that'll be Stone coming out Cold. soon. Jeff Schofield. I mean, that just Stone Cold that Jeff has Schofield. Its, that does that have has a, nice, a good ring to it. I like that. Damn, that. I should have used that. Yeah. for years. Oh there's, well. There's a there's a thumbnail coming up. Uh, he, maybe a couple months from now that it looks like Stone Cold making his entrance at WrestleMania. Schofield thirteen. WrestleMania thirteen. He's another one of those guys that just having him in your field it just amplifies oh, yeah. the race. You know what I mean? Um, so yeah, he, he'll be missed this year, uh, former red eye champion. So yeah, um, not the biggest list at the moment. Um, I think it'll come much more into focus. I think we got another four five, six, maybe eight cars to, that we'll see on Saturday for the supers. Um, I would say in, and look, this list, there could be a few that don't race, you know, you know, they may plans change. Um, I, I say give or take a, another handful of cars. It'll be a solid field. It'll be a solid race. Uh, pro late's. Uh, not quite as many as the initial list, uh, but I've got Brandon Lopez in the six. Brad May is going to do double duty. He texted me yesterday and said, yep, we're going to bring the pro as well. Nice. Um, EJ Tomeno from Miami. Stuart Dutton um, driving for Jet Motorsports. Uh, Tim Laurent in the 33 has made the decision to um, – He when I spoke with him after the rainout, he said, well, yeah, we got to practice, so at least it wasn't a total wash this weekend for us. Uh, can't make it to the redo, but – He's made it happen. So he's coming back. 
Uh, George Phillips is coming down. Max Reeves, uh, a driver that I'm familiar with from quarter midgets. He runs all the, the national races and, um, his family owns the cookout restaurants. So Max is uh, making his jump into late models. And according to Holly is supposed to make his late model debut at new Smyrna at the red eye. That's like a movie star name or an action hero name, Max Reeves. Yeah, and you know what's funny? It, when I searched uh, for a car of Max Reeves to make a, a welcome post, there's an actress, a young atri- oh. actress named Max Reeves, who's, uh, dare I say, um, you know, pr- provocative. So my search history <laughs> now is uh, I'm looking for race cars here, and I've got other <laughs> oh. things going on. So, um, yeah, I'm just going anyway. to uh, do some research real quick yeah. on my phone. i gotta, I got to go do some research. Don't bug me. Um, Jimmy, <laughs> <laughs> told y'all we're going to have fun on this one. Uh, Jimmy Renfrew in the double zero, uh, again, a, uh, a world series guy is going to do double duty. Um, sportsman right now, I've got Chris Huntoon, Don Keithley, Blaze Hetchnecker, and Dylan LeBeau, 602 mods, Tom Toronto, Kelly Jarrett, Chris Hatton, Christopher Hatton, and Matt Jarrett. Bomber A still going to race for a thousand bucks to win. Probably going to be, you know, 12 to 15 cars. Uh, Aaron Foy, uh, Tim Soares, Devin Dutton, Charles Frittle, Joe Sunday, James Partlow are the registered cars. Um, and like I said, don't look at this list even on Thursday and be like, well, I'm not going. Let us get to Friday and let us see what's really going on because pre-entries are not required ever at New Smyrna. You can always just show up and race. Some people may not even know. They have to, you know, they may have pre-registered from the old one. Don't even think they have to do it. Um, they don't have to do it, period. They just show up. So I'll get a better idea on Friday, and we'll know for sure Saturday night uh, after practice who's doing what. And it's going to be a good time, and I'm I'm looking forward to it. And, uh, you know, Tom's in off-season mode. Yeah. But even he, you know, hearing that super list, uh, I think you're, you're pretty excited to get the camera oh, on. Oh, yeah, I figured, I figured once I started hearing some familiar names, I'd be like, oh, yeah, okay, no, here we go. And, and uh I mean, Red Eye, as far as the Facebook comments go, if somebody's got something negative to say, they're, they're going to find it. a way to say it no matter what. Yeah. But it it's it's practice night for me, too, because I, I wasn't expecting to have much of an off-season. Last year, I did not have much of an off-season. No, you were out like every every week in January filming races. Oh, it was nuts. And I barely even, raced in January. So You know, Mike Ingle was going to give me a ride in his car, uh, and I, I ended up not following up on that, even though he and I had uh, talked about it quite a bit. I was actually going to run a race in the mini stocks at Auburndale. That's right. And I just didn't end up following up on it uh well and they really haven't run much so there's been more rainouts than anything so. that's that's tr- part of it uh and yeah he said he was going to keep his his mini stock uh open for a little while now he's gonna he's gonna park it and get into i always forget whether it's street stocks or uh or their other pure or pure stock uh, i think he's going to do a pure I stock. Think pure stock yeah yeah um but i just i didn't follow up on it because i was like oh man i've got like multiple now new Smyrna all of a sudden has two January events and I'm going to work the banquet and <laughs> yeah, oh, man, any I, of it except the banquet, which it, was a disaster. So. Oh, God, oh yeah. My <laughs> goodness. Would all, all three cameras that I ran. Yeah, we'll talk but, about that. In, in the we, we, oh, boy. Yeah. But, but that, that's, I actually, it's related because this is practice night for me. Like I've got to get back into the groove. Yeah. Uh, I've got new memory cards now. I don't think the memory cards were the issue, but I've got new memory cards and I've just sort of like got to get the rhythms back. And once I'm back up on the tower with the cameras in place, it's all just going to yeah, like snap right back. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. You just got to um, take the training wheels back off and get on yeah. it. But I, I, I am a little bit like, okay, I said, I have, four GoPros. One of them I don't use anymore because it's too old. I sent the three that I still use. Ba- I, I had enough customer service 
thing tickets with them that they finally were like, okay, they're out of warranty, but just send them all back to us and we're going to replace every single one. So I got two new Mini 11s and one new Hero 10, which was a replacement for my Hero 9. So I got an accidental upgrade and they're still having the exact same issues that I sent them in for. That's like that's got to be a software thing. So, oh boy, or a yeah. Thing. So software I'm just thing. like, all right, know. just gotta you know set stuff up, set stuff set up, it up, hit record, and cross my fingers and, and hope you don't have uh, a banquet situation on your hands. How you piece that together though is real well. Um, I I appreciate that. Do have a uh, quick update on our Prolate model entries? Jet Motorsports has entered Lawless Allen in a Prolate model as well for Saturday. Um, so Jet Motorsports coming with two supers and two pros. That's uh, that's pretty stout. I don't have a number on Lawless Island, so I'll put him on the entry list just on the bottom and fill in the number come Friday. Um, truck Series driver, by the way, Lawless Allen. So, um, yeah, it's like we've been talking about, uh, you know, recording this on Tuesday night, it, it's going to be an absolutely great show. It's just going to be great to be back on track. little mini preview for the World Series. And uh, speaking of the World Series here, I'm actually going to check and see if any new entries have come in for the World Series. Big update here, uh, talking Tuesday morning, and I have seven or eight entries to add when I wake up on Wednesday. And I don't, at the moment, nope, got a new Prolate that has come in, new super stock that's come in. Uh, so I've got, I've really got a, a about a eight, nine car update to the entry list coming on Wednesday, so by the time you hear this, there's going to be even more cars, and we're, we're closing in. Awesome. We are closing in on 200 total entries Nice uh, for the World Series, all divisions total. Uh, but the main divisions are looking stout. I mean, 20-plus Supers, 20-plus, closing in on 30 Pros, over 30 Tour Modifieds, over 30 602s, and uh, about eight right now Florida Modifieds. So not the biggest for them. I was talking to Rusty. I'm like, yo, we got to look into doing something else maybe. And he goes, look. We changed the rules. In my experience, when you change the rules, it takes about three years for things to come around. So he's on a three-year plan with that. So we're just going to cross our fingers and hope for the best there. Mike Mayberry has just entered his Prolate model for the World Series. He is the owner of the Oxford Plain Speedway. So that's pretty cool. Uh, we have the owner of Oshweekin Speedway coming down for the Prolates and the owner of Oxford Plains coming down. World Series truly is a um, global event. Uh, we got drivers coming from Brazil. From, uh, for Max Caius. Uh, from, got Mexican from Brazil? No, uh, that's Rothfell. not. <laughs> yeah. No, that's not. Uh, <laughs> and uh, by the way, next week will be the annual World Series preview show, show where I break down and give you my top five championship contenders in each of the five main divisions. I give you my predictions of who I think is going to win the big events. And that's always one of my favorite shows. Uh, last year, I was dying doing the show. This year, I mm. am feeling, uh, I, I'm feeling better. So I think... Um, <laughs> It's like I've been telling people, I'm like, I'm glad I got the winter bug when I did versus when I had it last year. So I yeah. uh, appreciate you all powering through the last couple of shows with me. Um, to end segment number one here, I'm going to quickly go through the power rankings for the World Series, and I have NASCAR power rankings for the Clash. I'm going to do this quickly, and then we'll go to segment number two, and uh, we'll hear about uh, Tom's experience here. Uh, I got 15 drivers here on the World Series power rankings. Again, let me breeze through it. In 15th, dropping three spots is Brad May. And, and again, this is because new drivers have entered, so the the, the ratings have been shuffled a bit. Uh, Tim Moore drops from 13th to 14th. He's one of the top Florida mod drivers, I believe. Um, Isabella Robusto in a Prolate model for Donnie Wilson Motorsports. 
Uh, the fact that it's a Donnie Wilson car, I've got to put her in 13th. I, I feel like she's a step behind Katie Hettinger, who I have in 12th. Her Isabella and Katie are going to duke it out for the top lady of the World Series this year, I feel. It's going to be so interesting to see Hettinger because she's not... She's in, not she's in the not Campy the same, car. Yeah, yeah, so that's... And, and mm-hmm. Campy's not racing. Uh, Anthony Campy Motorsports only running the ASA race. They are not racing the full World Series this year, which okay. is disappointing, but... Yeah, it is. You know, hey, they put their eggs in uh, in the ASA basket, so yeah. it's going to be a hell of a race. So Katie Hettinger was such a highlight last uh-huh. year because she got... I mean, you know, and, and all all young drivers do at the World Series. I You, you said you were going to make it quick, and I was like, oh, I just know I'm going to find something to cut it's in. It's all right. But... You know, they get just such a, like, is microcosm the word? It, it's just so much practice in such a short amount of time in yeah. big-time race conditions. Well, that's why it's the World Series is such a valuable thing. Yeah, and just so. night after night after night watching Katie get figure better. stuff out and build her courage. Yes. And, and like, the, when she won her race, she won because she finally... Got the cojones to make a pass. Yeah, she, she had multiple times to win in other nights, and she backed off of the pass because she wasn't ready to do that yet. And then she did it, and she won. And it was the best celebration of the whole series. You could when just she gets see up, the yeah. the joy and the elation. Yeah, you know that's definitely been a clip that I've gone back to multiple times. So if she was with Anthony Campy, I think I'd have her in the top five. It's a little bit of unknown with her family team, but I I still feel like she'll do well, and she's one of one of the top prolates on my radar here. Um, in 11th, dropping one spot is Luke Baldwin, the top 602 mod and the only 602 mod driver I have on this list. They are going to have to battle to get on the list midweek uh, during the, the World Series update show. Uh, Ryan Priest drops a spot to 10th. Um, as I've talked about, uh, you know, he's probably going to run maybe two, three, four races whenever he can slip in with his NASCAR duties. So, uh, But if Ryan Priest in the field, count on him being near the front. Nicholas Noggle drops from 8th to ninth. He's uh, got a pro late and a super late. I feel like he'll be stronger in the pro than the super, but we shall see what happens. A big drop here from Derek, for Derek Griffith in the super late model from 5th to 8th. I hate to do this, but so many good super late model drivers have entered over the last week that it's shuffled things around. Um, Jeff Shaquette has entered the World Series, so I've got him 7th. Again, don't know if that's for the full World Series or not, but in the races that he does run, He's going to be strong. I feel like he'll be uh, battling for the top five. Yeah, two former champions in a row right there. Yeah. Uh, Griffith and, and Chiquette was in the pros. Pro, yes, yeah. sir, back in 2017. Yeah. yeah. Good job. Good memory. I'm proud of you, Tom. That's <laughs> that's, that's good memory. Uh, oh, yeah, I've been doing the video, man. I've been doing the recap. <laughs> I've been, I've been, I, I actually did just yeah. recently re-edit. I, I, I didn't have that specific memory queued up in my mind just now, but I did just... Uh, re-edit the 2017 World Series into a bunch of throwback videos that are be going going to be going up uh, like a week and a half from and now. That, so. that was a good series for Jeff. Um, yeah. In sixth, I've got Jerry Simon still, um, top Florida mod guy in, in my book right now as far as who's registered. Patrick Emmerling drops a spot from fourth to fifth and is tour modified. And that is because Gio Ruggiero has moved into the fourth place spot. He'll be driving for Donnie Wilson Motorsports in the number 22 machine. I think Gio, I think between Jeff Shaquette, Derek Griffith, Gio Ruggiero, and our third place guy, William Swalich, that's going to be a hell of a battle in the Super yeah, Late Model ranks. Then, wow. then you throw Brad May in there. Then you throw Nicholas Noggle in there and some of these other guys that might run a one off here or there. It's, it's going to be some good stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I've got William Swalich in third, driving for Kevin Harvick. Uh, Ron Silk remains in second. Um, only got to beat Matt Hirschman last year in that tour model race, as we've talked about. And then, of course, yeah. Matt Hirschman, number one. Of Undefeated. Uh, I think he's won eight in a row. So he's going to be tough to beat. They're all gunning for him. Going to be fun. 
Yeah, I was, I was, when you said Ronnie Silk, I was thinking, well, a, a reason for him to be further down on the list is because he's always in the field with Matt Hirschman. <laughs> yeah. And I guess that is a reason for him to be that high as well. Because that's him. the only thing. He's the only guy that's beat him yeah. in like two years. So, and, and Ronnie Silk blew a motor on night one of the actual World Series last year. So he that's never right. really had a chance to show any muscle. And you and I, I remember our conversation before that series started. We were predicting, well, we were predicting multiple winners in the tour mods, which was wrong. <laughs> But it was uh, crazy. you and I both said like, oh yeah, Ronnie's getting one this year. Oh, yeah. I thought after Saturday, I thought for sure after his tour mod win, that was such a great race. Yeah, yeah I think I, we said Hirschman, Silk, and Blewett were each going to get one. Yeah, and I'd say this year you're probably looking at Emerling, Silk, and Hirschman as the, the the big three. Yeah, and and who knows? I mean, you know, one of these years, one of the Catalanos is just going to break through. You know, <laughs> yeah, um, one of these years. You know, Tommy Martino is going to have something go his way. Cam McDermott's going to find a way up there. There's there's some really good drivers, but Hirschman just he's got a knack for this place, and PD Motorsports has it figured out. So. Yeah, and I, as I've probably said it on here before, but I, I've said to you multiple times that watching Matt Hirschman drive is like watching the race car version of a surgeon. Like <laughs> for the, sure. the way he cuts the precision the field. of his car. Yeah, it's amazing. And I think the tour mods are one of the first classes that caught your eye because you're like, they're so different in their maneuverability. You see the other cars, they go in their lane and they just stay in their line. The tour mods, they like dart like down the track. They dart up the track and come down the track. Yeah, they, they look more like a car that I'm used to looking at but aesthetically, but they drive more like the sprints. Yes. And like similar, you would think yes. that Hirschman's dominance would be boring to watch, but it's the opposite. It's fascinating it's to watch how he does it. And it, there's a lot of people that don't like him because he does win all the time. You know, that's just, it's like me and Kyle Larson. I don't like him because he wins yeah, all the time. Yeah. But for Matt, I, I, I always have great interactions with him. He seems very oh, humble yeah. and appreciative of his opportunities. And, yeah. uh, you know, haters going to hate. Everybody's got haters. And, uh, you know, Matt's got a few and he's got some fans too. So that's, listen, when you're winning, you're going to have it on both sides. Yeah. And, and for what it's worth, since this was a topic, uh, last week or two weeks ago on the, on the podcast. Uh, yeah, the, the tour mods are, are novel uh, to watch for reasons stated, and of course that we only get to see them here once a year. Uh, but I personally uh, prefer the late model divisions uh, when it comes to the World Series, and, and especially the prolates. Because you, you heard my... Yeah. I feel like the tone of my voice changed when I started talking about Katie Hettinger. Like, that's why I like watching the prolate the, division. The storylines in the prolates the last three, four years have been incredible. Yeah. So the Michael Hines storyline from two years mm -hmm. ago, Katie Hettinger, and, and then Connor Jones winning last year. Uh, um, Jamie Skinner versus, uh, you're going to know the name. Jet right Nolan. Up. Jet Nolan, yep, yep. Yep, yep. and, and there will be some updates to next year's uh, power rankings because after I made this, Connor Jones has entered a super late. Jet Nolan has entered a super late. So we've got some, we still got some names to, yeah. uh, to talk about. So World Series preview <laughs> show next week. Going to be tough for me oh, to come boy. up with, but going to be a lot of fun. The three drivers that unfortunately did drop out with the new entries, Austin Nason has dropped out in his super late model. You throw him in the mix, that's going to be good. Tommy Catalano, I've dropped him out in his tour mod, and then Hunter Wright, who's driving a super and a pro, he has dropped out as well. Doesn't mean that those drivers uh, can't work their way back in. Again, I'll do a midweek Power Ranking update in our midweek uh, interview recap show that I always do, one of the most popular shows of the year. So, again, it's a good time to get on board if you want to sponsor the show. Um, before we take a quick break, Here's my top 10 in power rankings for the NASCAR clash at the Coliseum in LA. In 10th, I've got Ryan Priest because uh, his short track prowess is so good. Uh, led laps in the class last year before electrical issues took him out. Uh, led 100-plus laps at Martinsville last year. Kind of similar track to the Coliseum, even though it's way different. Um, Priest uh, is 10th because of that. Christopher Bell made the championship four last year. I've got him ninth. Joey Logano uh, won the first clash of the Coliseum. I've got him eighth. 
William Byron won a bunch of races last year, so I've got him seventh. Kyle Busch uh, finished third in the class last year, so I've got him sixth. In fifth, I have Tyler Reddick. Denny Hamlin is fourth because, well, it's Denny Hamlin. Martin Truex Jr., the defending winner of the clash, is in third. Kyle Larson, I got him second because you just you, you got to put Kyle Larson in the mix. And uh, number one, because he won the championship last year and until somebody dethrones him, I've got to have Ryan Blaney on top of the board. Uh, clash of the Coliseum. Uh, this Sunday evening, uh, they've got qualifying heat races on Saturday while we're at Red Eye. So when we're done with Red Eye, I'll come home and watch those. And we'll talk about the clash uh, next week and see what kind of shenanigans go down on the uh, quarter-mile bull ring inside the LA Coliseum. With that said, that'll take care of segment number one. We're going to take a short commercial break. We're going to come back and hear from Mr. Tom Sp- uh, What's your name? <laughs> I, I've only known you for so Tom many years. Tom Speedway. Tom Speedway. That's, that's what I was... Yeah, I jumped to Speedway too fast. Tom Stout from Speedway Video. Sticking around. He's going to tell us uh, his story and his experience from the World Series. Hey, everyone. We want to take a few moments and thank some of our great sponsors here with the Racing with Ryan podcast, including one of our first anchor sponsors, 124 Welding and Fabrication. Of course, that is Ron D'Alessandro's company. He's been with us for the last couple of years, not only here on the show, but supporting local short track racing as well, and the Florida Southern Ground Pounders and the 602 Modifieds that race over at New Smyrna. Uh, Ron, he's an all-around good guy, and he's very talented. Of course, he can handle all your welding and fabrication needs. But go to his Etsy store, check out Etsy.com, and search for 124 Welding and Fabrication. You can see some of the great items that he already has for sale. They make great gifts. If you got a birthday coming up or you want to plan ahead for Christmas and start getting some of that knocked out, check out what he already has to offer. Or you can get with him and have something custom made. We have our Racing with Ryan podcast studio emblem hanging up in the studio. It is a beautiful piece. Uh, Ron does great work. Um, also very good for, for trophies, for awards. I know he did the trophies for the ground pounders uh, a couple of years ago, and there's some of the coolest trophies I've ever seen. So, um, if you need anything like that done, maybe awards for a baseball team, uh, for a quarter midget, for anything like that, make sure you check out 124 welding and fabrication. Obviously, if you need something welded or fabbed, Ron is your man. Keep it local. Keep it trusted. We wouldn't trust anybody else here on the Racing with Ryan podcast except Ron D'Alessandro. And again, we thank him for his support. Again, that's 124 Welding and Fabrication. Check out his Etsy store, etsy.com. Search for 124 Welding and Fab. It'll come right up and uh, see what he has to offer and purchase yours today. We'd also like to thank our friends at Schultz Engineered Products and Schultz Racing Fuel Cells. If you're in the market for a new racing fuel cell for your vehicle, make sure you check out Schultz Fuel Cells. They're designed and manufactured in the United States to be safer, longer lasting, and they will outperform all other fuel cells that you can get your hands on. Also, they specialize in their fuel recovery systems. You can save on your fuel expenses, significant maintenance reductions, along with a safer working environment, better for the actual environment, the outside environment, and It'll eliminate your fuel disposal fees. Those are just some of the products that Schultz Engineer Products focuses on, and you can check them out on the web at schultzproducts.com. You give them a call at 732-922-4334, or for email inquiries, you can reach out to them at info at schultzproducts.com. That's info at schultzproducts.com, S-C-H-U-L-T-Z, Schultz Engineer Products. We welcome them as one of our anchor sponsors here 
on the Racing with Ryan podcast, make sure you check out their website, schultzproducts.com, for everything that they offer. And hey, if you're racing and you want to stay safe, get one of their fuel cells installed on your race car. You will not regret it. We also thank SRQ Taxes in Sarasota, Florida. We know tax season has come and gone, but guess what? It's never too early to get a head start on next year or to start thinking about next year. And hey, if you have any issues with your taxes or you know, you're looking to get a hold of somebody that can help out your business, check out srqtaxes.com. Click on their services portal and you can see everything that they offer from accounting software selection, audits, compliance, bookkeeping, business consulting, um, they do estate and trusts, they do financial analysis, statements, IRS representation in case you have any issues. They even have a notary public on hand for all of those documents that you might need notarized. And of course, tax preparation and planning. So make sure you check out srqtaxes.com located in Sarasota, Florida, or you can uh, get with Steve Darling at the Auburndale Speedway. He'll be happy to help you out. SRQ Taxes coming on board as another one of our anchor sponsors here on the Racing with Ryan podcast. We also have a a couple of supporters that we would like to thank. Of course, um, we have our anchor sponsors, and then we have those that just support the show. And we got to thank Ken Copley. Of course, he is our EMOD sponsor, but we want to thank him for his support here as well. We'd also like to thank Doug Samian with Do All Lawn and Tree Services. He's come back on board as a supporter of the Racing with Ryan podcast. So if you need anything done in your lawn or if you have any overgrown trees on your yard or lot, make sure you contact Doug Samian, get a hold of him, and he will take care of you. Again, big thank you to Doug Samian, big supporter of the show here, driver of the Zero Four Superstock. And if you'd like to become an anchor sponsor or a supporter of the show, just reach out to us here on the Facebook page or you can give us a call at 321-356-2934. $5 an episode gets you on board. And now we'll let you get back to the show. All right, everybody. Welcome back again in the studio. Tom Stout from Speedway Video. And as we kind of, yes, yes, we're on round two. Um <laughs> As we talked about at the top of the show, everybody's World Series experience is different, and everybody has a lot of work to do, whether you're like an employee at the Speedway or you're working with a team, or hell, if you're a fan, there's a lot of work to do to keep your body going to make all these races. Nine nights in a row, as we know from the last several years, is tough to do. So um, (laughs) also one of the more lucrative times of year for you, and, um, you know, you've had to jumped through some hoops the last couple of years with flow racing coming in, which, which is good for exposure for our teams. Uh, there, you know, some good benefits to that, but it does hurt you because now instead of you being the source of the videos, you've got to wait 30 days for the full videos, but uh, luckily able to get those highlight reels out so people can see what's going on and stay abreast, uh, with what's going on in the world series. And, uh, the reason I bring that up to, to start is the same situation for governor's cup. And yeah. I remember, uh, talking to him like, hey, yeah, flow is going to be here, but hey, that should make it easier for you. And you were like, no, that makes my job harder. So for you, during the World Series, I'm gonna, I'll tell your story. Uh, <laughs> you, uh, you know, you, you show up usually right at qualifying time. Um, you try to get qualifying. I do, yeah, if I can. If you can. I have to tell myself, listen, if I, because I, I mean, jumping ahead here, but like, I've still got to pick my daughter up from school. Yeah. So I've got to drop her off at home, be like, hey, hope hope Real you do your homework. Yep. Now I have to leave for the track. And, you know. That's that's the hardest thing for me for this World Series is now to figure out what the heck I'm going to do with my daughter. But uh, that'll all work out. Um, 
but yeah, man, you you film all the races and you you get paid by the speedway because you film down to the bar. Uh, that's Jane has patrons that come to the speedway to sit at the bar and drink and not miss the racing. So that is valuable in and of itself. But now you built the empire of speedway video, and uh, you know the, the last couple of years. I, I felt for you because that was your bread and butter and now it's just butter. And, uh, luckily, uh, like I said, the, the highlight videos, you've been, we found a little workaround, still get you, uh, something out there, which is people really appreciate. Um, but like you said to me at governor's cup, it, it makes it difficult. What makes the day to day life of speedway videos? So, what makes that so difficult? Man, where to start? Uh, and and <laughs> That was and, a loaded uh, segue. Yeah, of, of course I totally agree. Yeah, I could go for like an hour uh, just on that question. But uh, I totally agree, of course, uh, if, if you're a, a crew member, if you're a 2022 Michael Hind crew member in particular. Oh, like, God, I, don't, you know, I still don't think they've caught up on sleep. It's it's going to be a hell week. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's tough because I, I got to turn these videos around and... I've got a film. Whenever it ends, I'm importing the footage. And now I've got multiple cameras that I'm importing from. It's like between eight to 10 hours of full HD footage that I'm importing. And then I've got to cut it together and hopefully have something up before the next race starts so people can check out the highlights. And I'm so grateful that I am able to post those highlights now because that wasn't originally an option when Flo took over the, you know, the rights right. to You this. were shut, you were basically shut down. Yeah. I, 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 you know, published some stuff and then got a text message like, hey, did we not update you? You have to take those down. And like, <laughs> I was sitting there watching my views blow up like they traditionally do around World Series time because everybody's, there's a lot of attention on the speedway and people yeah, want to see the interest. action. Uh, I wasn't even doing highlight reels at the time because people just wanted to watch the races, not the, sure. not the highlights. And it, oh man, I mean, talk about a way to ruin your day, ruin your week, ruin your month. Um, yeah. And I just, I, the World Series has been a challenge for financially for quite a while because for the past five, go, maybe even six now years, um, the, the different revenue streams that I try to make happen to uh, or or that do happen to keep me at this year after year uh they have been they they have either been diminished uh by by those who provide them which is you know like <laughs> I, i'm not trying to put anybody on blast but it's also like what what other job in the world do you work where over time you earn less money right like, what in the right. world um but also uh it's there, there was a demonetization thing with YouTube at one point, and uh, thankfully got past that. And then there was the the flow racing thing, and so it's every year, and and so far this year there hasn't been, but you know, two years ago it was day two after I had already posted stuff where the the red flag was was waving. So we'll see, but every year there's been some new hurdle to overcome to try to make sure that it is indeed a lucrative time of year for Speedway video. Um, so you, you mean you don't just film the races and put the videos up and everything's rosy? And it just, yeah, and it just happens but, automatically. I, I like, thought you just go home and put it up and it, and it works and you're a millionaire. Yeah, so and, I, not, and I'm just chilling. Yeah, so, um, you know, yeah, and, and again, last year, uh, credit to the track, it was, well, I mean, I can say Rusty. It was Rusty who made it happen. He, Rusty found me a sponsor. 
um, who was excited enough about how the red eye went that Rusty made the connection and uh, and had the sponsorship thing happen. And I was like, oh man, I've I've wanted the videos sponsored for a while because that would be yet another revenue stream where I can try to make this more than just part time pay. Yeah. Um, you know, it's it's more than full time work for part time pay when I put everything together. And that sounds like I'm not appreciative because you know there's there's the Patreon no, support the, from individuals. The, the bottom and I, line that that people don't, they probably don't, people don't understand. So. Uh, perhaps, and and you know, of course, I I appreciate the patrons so so much. They do not have to be doing what they're doing, and the Patreon became much stronger in 2023. And if you go back to even just 2022, you'll see like four or five names on the list. And then in 2023, it it blew up. So. Um, I'm so appreciative of that, and I, I hope that it continues to grow, uh, even though I have had issues with the GoPros, and I think that the the car cams, they're, they're not always in-car, so I hesitate to call them in-car. I think now on the channel, I'm calling them ride-alongs. Ride -alongs. Yeah, Did you go. notice that? that yeah. yeah, they're yeah. ride-alongs. Um, but, uh, you know, since they've been a little unreliable, and I feel like that's what drove people, that's what got people to notice the patron Patreon you're a patron on the Patreon. It's <laughs> yeah. not the best branding in the world, but that's what it is. Um, I, I think it's clever, but that's just me. It's, you know, ish. And and they've changed their logo so many times that I just, they just recently changed it again. And I'm like, come on, guys. Like, I, I need people to know what you are. <laughs> but, I need people to understand this is where you pay me. Yeah, and I, 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 hope, I hope that it continues to grow because, understandably, it stagnated in the off-season. And I, it, it, you know, people stopped flowing in. Um, but well, yeah, ho hopefully this, it this continues. But January's been tough. I think Auburndale's raced once, yeah. uh, which is kind of your other, your home away from home. And, yeah, you uh, know, and I'm in, you know I'm enthusiastic about Auburndale, but even those views have dried up. I think I've said on this podcast before that that Auburndale actually would get more views than New Smyrna. And it didn't matter that the track didn't pay me to film there because it still filled my gas tank to be able to go out there and film. And I just, you know, the people are great. They're they're happy to have me there. It's a, always a good experience filming at Auburndale. I have nothing but good things to say about it. But it has been harder to justify from, like, a work standpoint. Like, working yeah. this evening, being away from my family, I'm actually running Auburndale at a loss you know, um, well, it, it'd be different if literally, like, once you were done filming for the night, you were done. Yeah, but, like the work starts when you get home. That that is or the on the car part. ride home because you found a way to, to utilize Thank that hour well, drive. Yes, and know? that you know after buying the multi multiple thousand dollar laptop. Um, but yeah, no, I, getting back to you know, Rusty, Rusty was able to set up this sponsorship thing, and it was the sponsor. Um, whom is no longer with me and from whom I did not receive all of the money that had been discussed. So that's why I'm not saying who it is. But I am, you know, although backhandedly, uh, I am very appreciative that it was that individual who made the connection with NASCAR and made sure like, okay, even though you guys do the flow thing, let this guy post highlights. And right. so that's it's, why it's mutually beneficial. Yeah. Uh, if people want to see it live, you can't beat live. You know what I mean? In the moment, in this on demand world we live in. So, Flow Racing is still going to get their $150 subscriptions for mm -hmm. people that want to watch the World Series. But, yeah. you know, for somebody who maybe is going to Volusia to check out some of their World Series, or sorry, their, their Speed Weeks. Mm -hmm you know, they might have missed the first three nights of World Series at New Smyrna. How cool would it be during, after qualifying to get on Speedway video and watch the last three nights of highlights real quick and be like, okay, I'm caught up and ready to go. Yeah. So I feel like 
there's so much me, 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 me in the racing world instead of, hey, let's all just work together and right. do the best we can with our product. And, you know, okay, if, if more people are watching me, well, I'm doing a better job than you. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. Um, it, it's nice that that has worked out. And because uh, I, I felt so bad for you a couple of years ago when you're – basically lost the world series mm-hmm. and i was like shit we're gonna we're gonna lose tom like <laughs> I, I say it all the time you're so valuable behind that camera and putting those videos up not just for me but for those racers and i know it's kind of a niche thing so the the scope of the views you know you you've got a general audience and it's hard to get outside those lines uh that's what every major sport is fighting how do we get that casual fan to exactly. bring them in and get those views that you fight the same thing in a, in a smaller scope and um, I, I'm just glad that we've found a way for you. And then, you know, hey, after 30 days, the races go up and hopefully over time accumulate some some trickle down for you. And uh, but yeah, man, I mean, for you to to be out there, all you, you've got to be there for the whole program. Yeah. So if it's a long night, then, you know, it just that just it means even longer that before you can even start working on the next part of it. And it's it's so funny. I really thought for you the highlights would be super easy. Okay, cut up that, cut up that, put it together and go. And when you told me during uh, World Series or uh, Governor's Cup that it's actually harder for you, I was a little bit surprised to be honest with you. But yeah. I guess trying to remember all the good stuff and cut it all together is is no easy task. Yeah, and you know, I thankfully I was in a good mood at that point, and I was able yeah. to approach the uh, and I, I got really good footage of what I thought was a really incredible race for Governor's Cup. Definitely the the best Governor's Cup that I've personally seen. And I, I, instead of just putting together the video on a quick turnaround and I, you know, I, I do feel like I do a good job on the quick turnaround, but having, instead of looking at it like a penalty, I chose to look at it like a luxury and sure it led to fewer views on the video. Even at at this moment, it doesn't have, uh, it has not cleared 1000 views, the governor's cup video, but it's one of the best videos on the channel because I went back and I took the extra time and you know that I, I know very you meticulous. know, yes, yeah, very just meticulous. like you with your music frame by frame, every single cut, every single edit you ever see on speedway video, I have overanalyzed to the point to make sure that it is exactly where I want that cut to happen and how I want it to sound and how I want it to look and how I want it to feel. And I did that even more so with the governor's cup. And I, I, every single restart, has the uh, the on track camera with the cars yeah, speeding past, yeah. which I was doing at first when I reintroduced the on track camera. When I chose, because I remember back in 2018 when I first started using it, Jim Jones, and he was absolutely right. He walked up to me and he goes, "You know, you just doubled your editing time." Yep, yep. And I was like, "Yeah, but it's gonna be cool, right?" And then it was pretty soon that I retired that, uh, but brought it back because uh, I, you or Frank or a, a couple of people saw some old races and they, and said like, Oh man, wouldn't it be cool if you, if you did that again? Cause it looked so cool. Um, and I, at first I was doing it for every restart Yeah, and it just, it was one crown, uh, one crown Vic race at Auburndale that had like 50 zillion restarts. <laughs> and I was like, I can't, I can't do this. Well, I, so, I think I told you, I was like, man, it's, it's nice to have that. Cause if yeah. you get that crash off in the distance that you don't catch, cause right. it's the back like at of the least field there's something, even if it's somebody, pixelated, at least there's documentation of what happened. Right. Or the car spinning past the camera or hitting the wall at the camera is always cool. And I'm kind of told you, I'm like, just use it when you have those moments yeah. or, you know, the start of a race or yeah. a tight restart, maybe the, the leaders pushing each other, but don't feel like you have to use it every single restart. And I feel right. like you, you kind of took that advice and I like, did, yes, yeah, yeah. 
I was actually right about something. You, <laughs> or, or, you know, those <laughs> so other I, people that kind of mentioned the same thing. But <laughs> you, yeah, so I've got a, I've got some rules about how I how I edit and some rhythms that uh, that I was able to throw out the window for Governor's Cup and just do the absolute best video that I possibly could do. And I love that Governor's Cup video. Um, but yeah, man, it's uh, I, I say yeah, man. I don't even know what other yeah. chapter I'm about to launch into here, but. It's just it. It is tough, and I know it's it's a, a brutal nine to ten days it's for grueling. everyone. But it's it's nonstop. It's it's a wonder that I get any sleep. I have to um I have to order a bunch of Chinese food before the nine days starts <laughs> and just put it in the fridge. And I just you eat on it throughout that, the yeah. yeah exactly exact just sitting in front of the computer just like okay occasionally taking a bite of rice, um, and then you know and bringing my kids to school, picking my kids up from school contending with YouTube copyright strikes and, and oh, whatever God. it may be. Goddamn um, announcer played <laughs> kickstart your heart again. I'm screwed. Yeah, so I, I, I don't know how the banquet video didn't get uh, demonetized. I, I decided, I was like, you know what? It's cool that the video got played at the, uh, at the banquet and I've got whatever bad camera failed footage of the crowd kind of sort of reacting to it, but also like since it got played at the beginning of the banquet, people were still filtering in. Mm. Most people were just having their own conversations at their own tables. It's the Golden Globes. People are there to socialize and get drunk, not to <laughs> pay attention to the show, like at the Oscars. You know, yeah. it's it's that's the connection I make. It's it's the Golden Globes, so it's that's good tie-in. Yeah. That's fine, but you know, there were a couple of laughs. There were a couple of uh, Doug Samian went Tom at the end of the video. So I was like, okay, I I was originally planning on editing this out and just saying like, go watch the other video that that I accept ahead of time is I'm not going to make money on because it's got the copyrighted song. Yeah. Um, but I I put it in there and YouTube didn't flag it. I'm like, oh, okay. Sure. Well, the, now, I, now I when mean, you go home, you know it's going to happen. But, <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, man. I, you know, for me, World Series, like, it, it takes me to the ragged edge. I mean, my voice, first of all. Luckily, I, I've gotten to a point announcing now where I know how to use my voice without overdoing it. Because mm -hmm. my first couple of years, I would get to night three or four and be like, oh, my God, I've killed myself already. I, I get to a point now where, and I can still, I can up and register i can go down and register I, I just know how to project myself mm -hmm. and i've trained my voice over the last eight years so um but you know i get there i do the pit walkthroughs so yeah. there's you know walking through the pit area and then after that yeah i walk around okay got a new car gotta add him to my notes gotta jot down sponsors oh no oh, this guy's packing up what's gotta try to stay up with the storylines i gotta do results because i do the website so I got to find time to do that. I got to update my stats in my notebook because luckily I'm, I'm doing that uh, not on paper this year. The last couple of years I've got a binder that ends up being, you know, yay thick. And I carry around and kill my arm and with, with the <laughs> pushing the kid and the scooter. And, and I got this binder. This year I'm doing it all digital. So I'm going to take pictures on my phone and then update notes when I get to the tower. But I got to update the website. I got to update uh, points all that stuff. And last year I ran into an issue with my race pass where the points weren't calculating on the final night. I'm like, Oh my God, I got championship battles that are within six points. I need the points. Um, so every, you know, it's just, it's so funny how there's a lot of people like, Oh yeah, nine nights of racing. Yeah. Badass. Let's do it. And then you actually do it. And no matter, even the guys that just stand at the gates, opening the gates, they're on their feet for yeah. 10 hours a day, opening this gate, letting people in, dealing with people yelling at my my feet Man. uh get my feet get all swollen up. 
I believe it. You know, and especially for you, you're standing there. Yeah. Like, you're not even moving. You're standing. Yeah. No, it's, it's, I, I have by like night number four, night number five, I have a hard time fitting my feet into my shoes oh my because God. they get all swollen. You need a stool uh, up there for, <laughs> for cautions. It's, it's tough. I'm just, I'm, I'm glad that I've got, uh, something of an exercise regimen now. So my back is better because I've, I've got, uh, horrible back issues and I've, I've forced myself to exercise through the pain to get to a point where I don't have to wear my brace anymore. And it's just like, thank goodness. Like that. Yeah. So I'm hoping, I'm hoping that this maybe that translates set you back. It, well, yeah. <laughs> I guess there, there's that, yeah. but you know, I, I, hopefully that translates in some <sighs> kind of way to the feet, not swelling up maybe. Um, but I, I think that probably, I don't need to go on that, this particular tangent, but I, I wonder if that also pertains to like my diet goes downhill during that week too. Cause yeah, I can only eat the, the Chinese food that I've shoved in the fridge and the, um, uh, like whatever I can grab at the gas station or, or whatever. But, uh, man, my, my main memory of last year's world series, which was a very good world series, a, perhaps a great yes, world series that I was not able to appreciate until reflecting upon it after the fact, because it was just so hectic and crazy. Um, my main memory of it every time I think of it is day number eight. And you, you watched me, you were in the tower and you saw me, I had such a hard time dragging myself up the tower. Like I, it, it, to somebody who didn't know, it would have looked like I was faking being exhausted. <laughs> I was having such a hard time hauling myself. I remember. Oh my gosh. You, you got there late because you're working on the highlights yeah. and you're like to hell with qualifying. And it took you a good three cars to get up the grandstand. So <laughs> <laughs> that's a, that's a great way to count. Yeah. Yeah. And man, and, um, boy, I just, uh, what was I going to say? Yeah, no, I th we rained out that night, and oh, we I, got the, the prolate race in, and then the modified race rained out. That's everybody, right. Everybody's still mad about it, but of course, yeah. of course. But you know, I I was I guess the one person that wasn't mad You're because like, oh I was God. able to get some sleep. And sure, I still put together a highlight reel of I, I guess it must what, have been the prolates. We, yeah, and prolates. there was a presentation for Ben Dodge. That's right. Um, and so it's it's a it's a nice little video that is the least viewed of the World Series highlight sure, reels, but understandably. It's still documented and um, still up there. Yeah, and it and it's the one that I drew upon for the the banquet video right. to get well, that it's nice. Such a special uh, memory for Ben because yeah. I mean, I, I hate to say it, but you never know. I mean, with his with his recent health issues, with his but health yeah, issues. It's, it's, I mean, it's not easy when you get old and start having health issues to travel period yeah. to go do anything and he's such a wonderful presence and and yeah, uh, i know that your your professional relationship and and, and friendship with a him personal has been too. i mean we we yeah. keep in touch to the point where he's like keep in touch more and i'm like i don't want to bug you but okay yeah and yeah. Every, everybody's always happy to see ben and he, he's he's so long-winded that there are comments that i hear on the tower and sometimes well, i'll relay the them to you people. because they're you know they jab at him but yeah. ben's just ben's wonderful and he's got such a such a great voice and such a great knowledge and that segues nicely into what i did want to say is that one of the nice things about the world series it's a funny thing too but it's it's you you mentioned nicholas noggle and i know we've been uh lucky enough to see noggle at other regular season races, races right recently yeah yeah and prolate but it, with yep. those types of people they're like there are some spotters because those tend to be the people that i that i see more up there that's that's yeah. another challenge is yeah how busy. yeah and it's a challenge for them too everybody you got to get a second row up here and yeah, yeah that would be yeah. great but yeah. um well like like I said, there's a reason we didn't race a couple weeks ago. I you know it only just occurred to me as I said that just now. Uh, you you may have some challenges come Saturday. You may have to refigure some things out, Tom. I am 
opt. I, I am excited, but I am also, I'm going to get back to what I was saying, but I, I am, I'm excited, but I'm also worried because I have mentioned repeatedly that the power keeps going down up there. Mm. We, we have six outlets. And I'm down, down to one, to one right. working outlet because they keep failing. And I also have to share that outlet with, um, with Flow Racing and with spotters who want to unplug me so they can charge their phones and oh. charge their receivers and, and whatever yeah. else. So it's, yeah. Um, that, and, and that's then, another thing about World Series is that I never know what I'm walking there, into. There's some really good races where all you see is spotter faces. That that is true, unfortunately, and and thankfully <laughs> that's not your fault. Though, it's you know, usually it's part of it. it. I've been doing it enough now that people recognize me enough and tend to stand. It's, it's usually the same people year to year who stand around me enough that they know the deal. Yeah, and they're nice enough. You to respect ask. them; they respect you. Everybody gets along. There were a couple years where it was very contentious, and I certainly wasn't going to start an issue. But there were definitely some people who I was just like, I would vent to you. Get like, out of my dude, way, dude! I don't have a turn one because it's just the back of this guy's head the right. whole time, and like. It's 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 especially during the pro late races. I don't know why, but it is. They but, lean out over the yeah. the tower. I I level I level my camera off, and it's difficult to do because I'm so particular about it. But I level my camera off, so it's always nice and and level the whole time. And if you go back to like my 2018 videos, you'll see it's the not difference. like that. Yes, but I see. I've gotten very particular about it. Um, and that was also me trying to. I'm I'm like five tangents deep now. Right. That was also I, me I trying to figure to what out they were how to, to do, best yeah. film a race. And yeah. I like, oh, if I tilt to the camera, <laughs> then I can capture more of the track at this angle. But then you have a tilted video. Why would you right. want to look at that? So <laughs> that was a learning curve for me. But um, but for those prolate races, I I throw it out the window. I have to lean the camera forward as much as I can and have the crooked video just so I can see the damn cars. <laughs> the old um, the footage of the 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 arca east races that you oh. that you only have to film down in the bar yeah. you literally just back and forth because there's you, you couldn't really put it anywhere and yeah you had so many people up there you're just like whatever i wasn't allowed to post those and only i think there's only one that i actually um have that i actually of. rolled on yeah. which i'm not supposed to like i even well, you, would and tell you got the, the qualifying session that no other footage exists of chuck buchanan hitting the wall so oh, that. that's right. That was yeah. That was lucky because I was just well, not for him, but um, <laughs> I, I I I was just testing out. You know, I I was just testing, like just just okay. I'm good to go for tonight, right? And then that happened. Yep. Um, that's right. I forgot about that. But yeah, no, I um, I did decide like, oh, this race is like a year or two old. Nobody's going to notice. I'm just going to post it. I, I won't get in trouble for this. And if I do, then whatever. What are they, they going to take do? it down? Yeah. Um. But yeah, I I kind of wish that I rolled on all the other ones so I could have footage of of those too. But um, I do have that one finish, that three wide. Oh my finish. god, that was so amazing! And that Such was just like we had a. It, I think it were like it was like a green white checkered, and I was like, "Screw it, I'm going to film this yep. for the highlights." You know, let's just you know. So at least I have that. But um, let me try to unravel my yeah, tangents where, where, here. Where do we go here? Uh, I don't remember, but I was saying something. Oh, the, I, I'll forget whatever else I was saying on top of it. But just the seeing. It's it's nice to see people at the World Series that you only see at the World Series. Yes. And that's the short way of saying it that I could have just started with. The funny thing about that is that I'm so busy that I don't want to do the pleasantries. Like I'm I'm polite enough that I will, but even with the nice people, I'm kind of like, I just want to show up, set up film, and then get the heck and home. Put the videos up. I don't you. have time to be like, oh, gee whiz, oh, that's cool. Oh, did you film this other event recently? Oh, that's nice. And the camera guys, and and, and there were some some camera women last year, just the camera operators. Yeah. Um, 
I always nice dealing with them. It's always interesting seeing the different equipment that they work with. Um, the actual individuals, it's a nice experience. The the corporate flow is sure. is what I have the the issue with. Pun intended. Um, yeah, yeah, my goodness. But uh, but yeah, I kind of like if it's somebody else who's just going to pull their hoodie up and play on their phone during the cautions, I'm happy with that. I don't, I don't need to be socializing. I just want to work. <laughs> right. Right. And, unless Carrie May comes up, you know, of what that is the, you know, yeah. it's funny as I was saying that, that is the one exception that ran yep. through my mind. And I was like, yeah, Carrie knows. <laughs> yeah, man. It, it's, it's just, it, it's incredible. Like the stories that I hear from other ends of the operation at the racetrack, like the, the gate workers, they're the ones that after the track after the races are done, they're still at the track doing bonfires, and then you see them the next yeah. day. They're like, "Oh my god, too many beers, huh? Like, yeah, too much moonshine." You know, they they go down to EJ's and they party. Oh my god! I have made that is such a rookie mistake. If you ever, if you ever know what the worst mistake you can make at the World Series, get too drunk on night one or practice night because it will screw you up for the rest of the week. <laughs> yeah, you don't have a chance to catch up. No, that's that's the thing. Like. And, and nowadays, I'm I'm older. I I typically don't drink to excess. Yeah, I might, might get a bus, and then I'm I'm good. Very rarely anymore do I have hangovers, and if I do, I'm upset at myself. Um, well, one of the first years of doing speed weeks, you know, I was still getting to know everybody, so I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna go hang out. And luckily, I had a place to stay uh, right there, so I didn't have to go anywhere. So I kind of was like, oh, I can have a couple more. I was so hungover, and I feel like the the hangover lasted for about three days and and then you know as the week goes on you, you know things get better but do not overdo it on night one and it's easy because we had the welcome party this year at Sar- uh sorry sorry charlie's mm-hmm. i've had two beers and i can't say that <laughs> um it's really easy to make that happen and it can really kill your week so but it but it's also as i was saying very interesting to hear everybody's perspective i mean Rusty and Holly, man, they're yeah. they're running ragged. Mm. They're already running ragged and worried about parking. In I had a couple to text of days, Holly so. about something today, and I felt so bad. I felt like I texted her too early, so I deleted the texts and I set a reminder to text her yeah. later. And I, I still felt bad well, bo- I'm in, bothering her. I'm in constant communication with her, and you know I've had to ask her several times about the payout. And there was a couple of things we were waiting on six oh two payout with the. And, and thank you to Brad with the win- Winterfest. Um, he put up the championship bonus for oh. uh, the 602s. So, again, I did a whole emergency podcast about how upset I was about the Tormod situation on top of our Tormods. And that ended up working itself out to where I think in conjunction with Winterfest at, at Auburndale, that has such a, a, a such good legs. And, and I feel like over the years, come run that, then come to New Smyrna. Mm-hmm. What a great way to co-promote yeah and that's how it should have been and yes. it is now and i feel bad for them because i come to find out they only had one like open tour mod register they got a bunch of 602s coming mm. but only one big tour mod and it's like uh, our our dirt dirt yeah, late dirt on late model race, asphalt yeah. which is like people wanted to see it, uh-huh. it it's a yeah, it's a very novelty. popular video on the channel but it's just one car qualifying yeah we we got screwed on that because volusia got a great dirt uh truck race and we got nothing but that's the way yeah. it goes. Sometimes. Of course, I, I got some inside scoop on that uh, just based on who I was talking to over the years. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. I, I, 
I heard a lot about exactly what well, happened it, there. It was not that individual's fault either. No, he, no, he, on the he contrary. Did, right, he did everything he could and yeah. got no support. Built a custom nose. Yeah. And, and you know, the... the and got no support from the, the drivers and yeah. the race never happened. So. Mm-hmm. And now, Un- now that nose hangs on his wall. Good memento, I guess. <laughs> uh, but no, man, just so much goes on in the World Series and some good... A lot of good, a lot of great storylines, a lot of great interactions. I know you're talking about you like to come do your thing and go because you have so much to yeah, do and yeah. and family that you try to remember that you have. And I, <laughs> look, that's you know, a, as a, a father myself to a two and a half year old, like I get that. Like it, it's tough being away from from your family, yeah. and um, there's a lot of sacrifice that goes in the World Series on all ends. So. Um, Anybody that works this, anybody that participates, uh, anybody that races, um, it's a it's a challenge and it's appreciated by a lot of people because this this event, if you remember when when you first started, let's go back to 2017. Um, it was good, it was a, a great experience, but the car counts were down, and you know the modifieds, which were the big event. What, what do we have? 14, 15, something like that. That sounds about right. And now, you know, people will still say, well, I'm not going to the World Series. They don't pay enough. Well, hey, so be it. But look at look at what we have now with this 30-plus yeah. tour mod, 602s at 30-plus, one of the biggest super late model races ever at New Smyrna coming up. Um, and, and I think it's everybody. Like, there's it, there's not just one reason the World Series has picked back up and become a big deal again. And, and, and people, drives me crazy. People see the enter list at the beginning of January and like only six super late models what the hell it's like it's a month away the super yeah. lates are super lates race the governor's cup then the big league then the snowball derby then there's this race here this race there they, they've raced like six times since the last time we raced they don't know what they're doing in February yet so they're all coming Bubba Pollard well, excuse me Bubba Pollard's coming um Stephen Nassie's coming they're all going to be there. All the names that you want to see, they may not race every single night, but they're going to be part of the World mm-hmm. Series. And, you know, I, I think it's 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 just a testament to the hard work that goes on. And then a lot of people want to say, oh, they don't do enough, they don't do this, they don't do that. Everybody's working their ass off to make this the best we can. And there are limitations. We can't do everything. Everybody's like, oh, we want super modifieds. Well, it hasn't worked out yet. Well, you should run this. You should have this. We're lucky we have what we have. Yeah, my goodness. <laughs> and, and some nights we have, some nights are just right. Some nights, eh, you could throw another division on there. And some nights, like, well, you, you could take it. could take uh, one off. <laughs> you could take one off and still be fine. But um, <laughs> everybody's worked their ass off to make the World Series come back alive. And it feels like a big deal again. Yeah, and, uh, that's the one cough you get, by the way. No more coughs. Yeah, I know. As I'm as I'm talking and, and getting worked up here, it's... it's uh, wanting to happen but i i'm I'm very excited for this year um i appreciate the uh, the effort that you put into it because you're like well i'm throwing up a highlight reel i'm not even going to think about it here's this this and this oh i didn't include this oh well the the fact that if if you want to know how meticulous uh tom is and and if you want to know why in the banquet videos one thing plays longer than the other it's set to the music like you set cuts to the music you will cut things at a particular moment because it flows into the next cut like yeah and tells a story it tells a story which a lot of people probably don't 
you know, understand. But those that do are probably like, damn. Yeah. Right. Speaking of Carrie, she did. She commented that uh, she felt this was the best slideshow yet, and I agree. Oh, I think it was. I, I, I think, think it was really good. Yeah, I'm. I'm very, very. I and you know, I wasn't even. You know, I wasn't even planning on doing one this year. Yep. Uh, I, I was gonna say, you know, okay, I don't make money on this. I I need to look out for myself Work a little life bit balance, more. Work-life balance, man. Yes. Mm-hmm. So I was I was trying to look out for number one a little bit more than I usually do, and it still came together in the end. And even without having had plans to do one, I, I feel like it's the best one. And it's you know it's it's tough to watch a lot of the slideshows without getting emotional, but this one. Like, I get emotional it, when I watch it. Did it did touch the heart a little bit. Yeah, right? There and, are some and, really cool moments in there, for And sure. there are some laughs, too. Yes, And yes. that's, you know, thank it's goodness for... It's heartfelt in a, in a lot of different ways. Yeah, like, there, there have never been laughs in a slideshow before, and there are laughs in this one, so that's that's fun. Um, and I, mean, I love... The, the uh, like, first 15 seconds, yes. you got Brandon Monroe flashing his uh, manhood to everybody. Yes, so. and, and thank, that that got a reaction at the, <laughs> at the banquet, <laughs> yeah, and dude. I was happy for that. But um, that's what it's all about, man. At the end of the day, we go there... We have some fun. Um, you know, at night five, six, seven of the World Series, we're ready to kill each other. Night eight comes, and you see all the Tormods and Prolates take off, and the place looks desolate, and you get you get a little bit sad. You get a little bit sad, and you're like, man, we got to get through night number nine now. And then you get there, and you're like, this isn't going to be bad. And then, like, last year, I was really dreading the last night. Yeah, I'm like, so it was on. And then we had one of the best orange blossoms it was, ever. Yeah, so. it was yeah the second best race of last year, in my opinion. Yeah, sure. Uh, after after the Governor's Cup, and uh, yeah, I I was after how beat up I was by that week. I was thrilled by night nine. It was yep. it was wonderful. And then it ends, and you're like, oh my god, we made it, we did it. <laughs> that was awesome. Give me a beer, please, and then I'm gonna go sleep for a day. And then Every, everybody's feel like, like tomorrow when the next World Series happens. I've been offered. I've been to one Daytona 500 in my life, and it was 1998. I was 10 years old, saw Dale Earnhardt win it. One of the coolest moments in my life, given you know what happened to him three years later. Um, I've never been to another Daytona 500. I've been to the, the, the 400 in July or August several times. I've made it tradition now to go to that race. And I've been offered Daytona 500 tickets, passes, this, that, you name it. And I, I won't go. Yeah. Um, part of it is... My one and only Daytona 500 is probably the most special moment in sports that's ever happened, and I got to witness it as a young 10-year-old child, not even really fully understanding what I just witnessed because Jeff Gordon didn't win. Yeah, and in, um, in all contexts, you can never go back. And I feel like I can't. I feel like I can't go back. But now I work the World Series. I, I don't want to go to another racetrack yeah. on on, on uh, night 10. I want to go watch the Daytona 500, a race that I love, love, love to watch from my couch and just sit, relax, and enjoy it. And you'll spend your your whole World Series paycheck just buying two beers. There, absolutely. <laughs> yes. Um, instead of a new computer that I hopefully will be getting soon. But uh, um, and now, like, after nine, ten days of barely seeing my kid, like, I just want, I want, if, if Peyton is going to go to the 500, I want her to do that with her mom because her mom has connections over there with her work. And I want Peyton to go to the 400 with me. So she can have two different traditions there uh, as she gets older. Um, and in tradition, man, that's uh, what the World Series boils down to. And, you know, people will say this and say what they want about it and crap on it because, like you said earlier, that's what people like to do. That's mm-hmm. what social media is for anymore. But That's how we understand to interact. Like, that's... Yeah. Yeah, and 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 that's that's what oh that's a whole other can of worms. But like social media is 
designed in a way to in, in inspire those kinds of reactions. Yeah, and shock jock. Only. As it's become our norm, that's what we instantly go to. Like even if it's something that we're happy about, our immediate instinct now is to figure out what there is to complain about. About right. It. Well, I'll never forget a couple of years ago first couple of years of the World Series, putting out, hey, here's the, before we had the online registrations, I'm like, here's the entry forms, please fill them out and send them in, because we didn't have much on the entry list. I get this nasty message from this torpy-ass guy, he goes, nobody's coming, bro, nobody's coming to that shit. And I'm just like, oh, okay, who are you? And then we had the best World Series we had had to that point. So, you know, people are, people will look at an entry list, and I, I start the World Series entry list before the end of the year. And people will look at it and be like, there's no cars on there. It's December, bro. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's opened five days ago, bro. Uh, and even a couple weeks ago, there's only 10 late models, typical new Smyrna. And now look at it. I mean, and, and look, there might be a night where there's only 15, 16 late models in the field because attrition or after the ASA race and people leave. Yeah. It is what it is. It's... I mean, you could have 30 tour mods to start the World Series and they pig pile in turn one and you got 14 <laughs> left. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? Call call 50 Shades. <laughs> like, hey, man, you sick of driving that, that truck? I yeah. miss that kid. He's, oh, he's, a, he's a good good dude. Joe DeGracia. <laughs> Joe DeGracia. Yeah. Yep. yep. Or as uh, Ben would say, D. Garcia. That's but, right. Yep. That's right. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, well, of course... You know, he he would say it that way because it sounds better coming out of the the PA. That's it does. What, that's it what does. Degracia sounds yeah. like you're, you know, starting and stopping. <laughs> D Garcia sounds, and that, that's got a little uh, a little appeal to it, you know. Yeah. But um, but no, man, it's uh, it's actually pronounced D Garcia. Is it now? <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Well, I look. I appreciate the legwork that you put in, and um, I'm glad you've worked it out to where. Even though you can't put the full races up right away, at least you've got something to work on. And, you know, I know the editing's a lot at the end of the day. Uh, that's part of the reason why you got into this is because you like editing and video so much. That is, so. That is true. And I, I, I've probably, I, I think this is like my third or fourth time on the podcast, and I've already repeated myself enough. But even when I'm exhausted from editing, when I'm done, what do I find myself doing for fun? Editing, editing videos. Right. You, you know? edit, <laughs> yeah. You edit all the time. So that's why when they brought it up, I was like, I know a guy. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, hey, come on out to the track and see what you think. And I brought my DS and I sat there and I played Super Mario World on my DS while the races were going yes. on. And I remember getting weird looks. Your first impression <laughs> was Patrick Thomas's car looks like a cigarette. That's box. what I and said. Yeah. Like, he's the, the Marlboro. Oh my God. Man. He's so lost and out of place. But hey, he's my friend. Uh, and here we are. But, uh, no, make sure you guys are subscribed to Speedway Video. I'm sure, you know, 90% of the people that listen to this are. Um, if Even if you don't do the YouTube thing, make an account, subscribe, it helps. Um, watch the highlight reels. Now that you understand a little bit of the effort that goes into it, it's not just as easy. Yeah, here's the thing. So many people, that checkered flag flies at the end of the night, their day is done. Uh, there's a lot of people, though, that have, the, the work just begins. And yeah. A lot of people in the office, like, Holly's there all night counting money, yeah. passing out payout uh closing the bar this and that um rusty's there running ragged i mean i i feel bad for rusty because mm -hmm. there was several health scares that he had last year just from overexertion yeah he's got uh, that life alert now yeah exactly if you're at the banquet you know um 
So just know <laughs> that sounds that sounds so grave. Right? It was it was a joke. It, yes, but yeah, yeah. It well, was it, and, it came and across he, that he, way in the banquet. And he so. he took it, it a little bit, but he he did seem to take it in good humor. Well, Rusty normally does. He's <laughs> he's a humorous guy, and you know, for anybody that thinks, oh well, you know, New Smyrna sucks. Yeah, you're entitled to that opinion, but just know that. Uh, even if it doesn't seem like it or it's not going the way that you think it should, a lot of people are working hard to make this happen, and it takes a lot to make this happen. And uh, yeah. very thankful to be a part of it, thankful to have you along for the ride. I, I can't tell you, doing my research every year, um, I go back and watch those videos. Yeah. So, a couple nights ago, we're sitting uh, at my mom's because I was out of town this weekend at my mom's, and you know, I had Holly like, hey, can you do this? I'm like, Yep, on Monday. I, you know, I had to I had to put my foot down a little bit. I'm out a of town, bit. out of my computer. Got I'll, I'll get to it Monday. Um, but Peyton and I are sitting there. It's getting late. She goes, Dad, I want to watch Vroom Vroom. So we watched Speedway video nice. highlights, and, and we watched the – he's got some great uh, World Series recaps from last year that really tell the whole story yeah, of a I really like division. watching those again. I, They're I know really we, good. We were having issues with the uh, – uh, what was it even called? That that The Choose Cone. Oh, the, choose the Speedway video, Choose Code. Yes. <laughs> oh, man. And I think I only caught you saying it when I was recording like once or twice. Yes, but, but it was in the, um, I think it was the prolate. Did I put video? it in? Yeah. I, I must have made sure that it was yeah. in there. Uh, but the, we were having issues with the sound thing. What was that thing that oh, was Oh, the P, yeah, the the, uh, the PA. Yeah, the, uh, no, the... Um, the amp, the amp. Amplifier. So, so the the audio is not great, but but you did uh, you did the, well with what you had. You you found a way to like muffle it to where it sounds consistent. Yeah, even though it wasn't clear. Like you'll you'll notice at first, like oh, it sounds a little muffled. But then, like two as minutes into the video, you as get the week used to goes it. on, yeah, because thankfully Jane was when when we diagnosed the problem because it came up at Red Eye. I remember going down on track and it sounded That's like right. uh, the interviews yes. were coming out of a tin can, and yes. I was like what the hell? Everything looks fine. And mm -hmm. get to speed weeks and, you know, you turn it on, it worked great. So I told you, I'm like, hey, it's working great. And then we get halfway through the night and you'd be like, no, <laughs> not it's anymore. not. And then I was on track doing the interviews and I, I thought it was the microphone going in and out. And you're like, hey, uh, every time you do that, like, I can still hear you. Like, everything's Oh, that's right. Working. Yes, yes. And it wasn't until, because I had Austin working with me for a few nights last year. Mm -hmm. uh, ben was doing qualifying and Austin went and sat out in the grandstands and he's oh, like, yeah. hey, man, Ben is cutting out every two minutes or so. And that is when I looked at the amp and saw, first of all, it was red hot it's to like the touch. like 200 degrees. Right. Yeah. And, um, you know, I could hear it working, but I'm like, man, this freaking thing's on for all day, you know, all, all day for 10 days in a row. Yeah, it's working hard. Um, and I touched it and it was red and I watched the lights on the amp and it was going out. So we we realized the problem. We were able to mitigate it a little bit by putting a fan on it and keeping mm -hmm. it cooler. But thankfully, Jane was like, yeah, I need to fix that immediately. And within two days, we had a brand new amp and dialed that sucker in, had yeah, Kenny help goodness. me set it up. And yep. we've been good ever since. And, you know, occasionally uh, microphone issues with the wireless communications. But when you have that many people moving around, it's, it happens. But. Sure. But yeah, and, and that'll that'll probably happen again with the spotters all on their phones on, on oh, yeah. race monitor. Race monitor and, yeah. and, uh, There's people. a lot of interference and it's annoying. Yeah. But we power through. But it's, you know, yeah, we and, and we we did try directly wiring in and the audio is Ugh. not as good as as no, Bluetooth thing. And and people want to tell me like, oh, you need to get XLR cables. No, and I'm like, I tried you know, it all. So I've I've got this set up in a way that works and it, it sounds it. better now than it did at World Series last yeah. year and Red Eye last year. So I'm, I'm happy with that. And and, you know, thank goodness I'm I this is you you know better than anyone that I hate the sales pitch part of things, but I, I, I appreciate your compliments and your encouragement for people to subscribe. And I, I mentioned the Patreon earlier. That 
it really did blow up in 2023. And I, I, I love it. I'm so Keep appreciative. Um, and I, I, I broke it down for, for you when I was looking at my tax information. I was like, oh my gosh, dude, the, the Patreon was actually the largest part of when I, when I portioned it out with like YouTube ad revenue and, and uh, paychecks from the track and whatnot, like Patreon is the largest portion of that. Yeah. And I, well, I and, hope and that- there you go. If you're, if you're wondering, like this is, this is what Tom does. So support it. I mean, yeah. he's over here doing his damn taxes on, on videos. So watch <laughs> so the I, videos I, and support the man if you want to keep watching. Th- thank you. And I, I, I do hope that people sign up for it. And I know that, you know, what what the heck is Patreon? It's just it's just like signing up for anything else, any mm-hmm. any kind of mm-hmm. subscription plan. So if you've seen the names at the beginning of the races and you're like, how do I get my name up there? What do I? You just you just go to patreon.com slash Speedway Video if you're yep. wondering how to spell that. Or you that. come it's up to the, the, the Spotter's Tower and you give Tom a high five with a little paper in between. <laughs> with a little paper in between and uh my daughter who helped film during the summer last year yeah i'm not sure if she's going to continue that because she's got some theater stuff that she she loves she's you know she's so that, that's at taken home off on the stage way. so ever since uh, uh, ever since that summer break really so. that's true actually yeah. yes because right after that she got cast as the lead in in willy wonka um and she's really cool yeah I, I mean she was telling me today the, all the stuff that she's i mean i'm i'm very involved in it but she was telling me even more stuff that she wants to get involved with all at the same time and i'm like is this too much for you and she's like oh no i got it i'm good so that's that's going to continue uh through the summer um so i'm not sure if we'll see her at the track again but what i'm getting at is that she and she's already recorded it she is now the new voice of speedway video awesome so her awesome. voice so is going to be, be a the part one of it saying, one way or another yeah she has cool. at the end of every video she'll so be the much one better saying than that robotic woman who's on every goddamn video in, on earth right now you so. know i i did Ugh. It's not the TikTok one, but I did use one that sounds like her for the jegs.speedwayvideo.org. Sign up for Patreon thing. now. It, well, no, the, God, the, leave the me alone. One, the Patreon one, I actually paid a woman who, every once in a while, I hear her in like an actual that, Yeah, that's commercial. what I was getting at, yeah. Yeah, oh, and, and she's definitely got... Chalkboard to me, but... Yeah, and, and you know, uh, what what is it? Um, uh, I should I should have asked her to say more things than just this so I would have more options, but I only gave her the one line, and it was uh, go to patreon.com slash speedway video now. And Tuesday, my daughter uh, is is saying the same exact thing, but it'll be her voice now, and then she also is doing a new version of the Jegs ad, uh, since I've got the affiliate there, and I... That's been hard. I thought that was going to gain more traction than it has, because I know that a lot of people shop at Jegs anyway, if you use my link, you go to the same website. I don't know if this part is true, uh, just being honest about that, but Jegs themselves tells me that if you use my affiliate link, jegs.speedwayvideo.org, you get deals that, uh, deals and shipping deals that aren't on the regular website. And for no additional fee, your purchase supports the channel. I get like a little percentage of whatever you're buying. Um, and not many people have have done it, but if you're shopping on Jegs anyway, um, just just use that link, bookmark the link, and and do your shopping through there. Uh, I've I've bought a couple things through my own link just to like see how it works, and it's you know it's cool. Um, I've got like some Jegs stickers and uh, a little headband that doesn't fit properly. <laughs> should have bought your tires through there. Should have should have tires. Bu- <laughs> oh, <laughs> actually. <laughs> wow I, yeah i did just replace all four tires yeah. on my car i should have should have done that shouldn't i wow well future reference fail see even tom fails at it but <laughs> start doing it and yeah you know listen um as supporters of the podcast supporters of speedway video uh we do a lot of extra things like you know if you 
our subscriber to Speedway Video, you see all these extra videos that Tom puts out, especially during the off-season when there's not races happening all the time. And, you know, you got to keep the channel oh, active yeah. to stay in the algorithm and all that stuff. But, um, you know, uh, we, we we do a lot of extra stuff because we know that people are interested in it. And uh, it's like the show that the last month's been you know, it's not rough. People are listening, but the... People love the shows when there's a local race to talk about, and there hasn't been much to talk about. So it's been, you know, our diehard listeners are listening, and the diehard Speedway video people are, are watching, oh, yeah. and they're all waiting for that new thing. So yep. um, if you appreciate what we do, you know, we, we appreciate those high fives with paper in between every now and then. So that's, I mean, um, it, it really is. It's, it's the reason I'm still doing it. It's mm -hmm. the reason I'm able to still do it. So right. I, I do appreciate it. And, well, I, I, and, I am, and I am going to, we got to move on to the next segment, but I, I, uh, I am going to do, it's, it's not much, <laughs> but there's a little extra bit of appreciation that I have planned. It, we, we already would have seen it this year if there had been a new race right. to film. Right. Um, but there, there's a little so something some I'm going to add to the videos okay. that's, um, hopefully, going to show some more appreciation to the the loyal patrons perfect well um you know i i like i said and look i, I i'm friends with tom so i'm always going to say he does a great job but truly uh and, and people say this too people are like man he does so good he's one dude he's one camera well sometimes two up on the wall he's one cameraman speedway video is one thing he does it all himself and puts a lot puts a lot of effort there's a lot of people that might just show up record a race all zoomed out on their not phone. even cut it <laughs> and, and throw it up on YouTube. And that's what you get. But, you know, you go the extra mile and a lot of people appreciate it. And uh, looking forward to 24 here. We are going to take our last commercial break, hit a quick around the state segment, front load of the show here this week. So if you join us for segment number three, it will be quick and then we'll get on out of here. Hey, everyone. We're going to take a few moments here and thank some of our great sponsors with the Racing with Ryan podcast. And we're excited to welcome in a brand new sponsor, because we know it costs a lot of money to get to the track these days, whether it be your pit passes, your tires, your fuel, the parts you had to order just to get the car fixed. We know it's expensive, so we welcome on board the SponsorshipSeminar.com. Now, we just had JR Longley on the show just a couple episodes ago. We got to learn all about JR and his expertise on the sponsorship side of things, and that's where the seminar comes in handy. So visit the SponsorshipSeminar.com. It's only $99, and you can watch the seminar. Heck, get your whole team together. Get your friends together. Have everybody pitch in, watch the seminar, and learn these new ways and strategies to help you reach out and get those local sponsorships on your car to help lessen the economic impacts of our racing hobby that we love so much. Again, that is the SponsorshipSeminar.com with J.R. Longley. You'll learn ways and strategies on how to reach out and find those hard to find sponsors and you'll also learn how you can give back to them that'll hopefully create long-lasting relationships for years and years to come once again that is the sponsorship seminar with jr longley we invite you to check out the sponsorship seminar.com to see all that they have to offer you can click through you can watch the little preview video and you can order the seminar where you'll get 36 hours of replay access so you can watch it once you can watch it a bunch of times in 36 hours you can watch it by yourself and then like i said invite everybody over to the garage to work on the car and watch the seminar at the same time jr has over 40 years of sponsorship knowledge and it's all available online for you at your fingertips for the first time once again that is the sponsorship seminar.com we would also like to thank 
American Auto Tires in Service, located at 1523 South Dixie Freeway in New Smyrna Beach, Florida. You can give them a call at 386-428-1941. Of course, that is EJ's company. And if you need anything done, tires, service, you name it, they have you covered. So make sure you stop into American Auto. Or, of course, you can always get with EJ if you're at New Smyrna. Uh, he, you can find him pretty easily in the tire room or driving the pace car. They have all kinds of great deals. Um, look, I'm in the market for some tires. I'm going to be stopping in there in the next couple of months and getting my tires down there because I wouldn't trust anybody else because I know EJ is going to take care of us. They offer everything from free visual AC checks, tires, maintenance, repairs, any kind of service you need. They even have wheels. So American Auto Tires and Service, your one-stop shop in the New Smyrna area for anything that you need done. So make sure you check them out again. 1523 South Dixie Freeway in New Smyrna, New Smyrna Beach, 386-428-1941. Stop in and see your friends at American Auto. We also thank DeBerry Paint and Body for coming on board as a sponsor. Uh, of course, that is the two Manellos. So let's just say you get into a little bit of a fender bender and you don't want to go through your insurance because you know they're probably going to hike up your rates and you're going to pay for a deductible and you're still going to have to pay for all this stuff. Make sure you check out DeBerry Paint and Body because they will go ahead and handle that for you. If you got a scuffed up fender, if you got some dents in a bumper, if you got a door that needs replaced, DeBerry Paint and Body will take care of all of that. Um, they are open about six o'clock each day and you can get in touch with them by giving them a call at 386-320-0267 and they're located at 400 chairman court suite 200 in deberry florida 32713 and again their hours are typically 9 a.m to 6 p.m on the weekdays and 10 a.m to 1 p.m on saturdays because you know they gotta get out to the racetrack and whatnot so uh, if you need any body work done paint body whatever you need Make sure you check out DeBerry Paint and Body. We also thank Bromley Motorsports for coming on board as a sponsor here on the Racing with Ryan podcast. Of course, you can primarily find the Bromleys running at New Smyrna Speedway. They have a couple of Bomber Bs, the six machines out there for Bromley Motorsports, and they have some pro trucks that they run occasionally as well. Sometimes you can find them out at the dirt tracks having a little bit of fun as well. But we appreciate Bromley Motorsports for coming on board to support the show. So make sure you check them out next time you're at the New Smyrna Speedway. We also thank Jeff White Racing for coming back on board as a sponsor here on the Racing with Ryan podcast. Of course, Jeff White Racing can be found bouncing between the Auburndale Speedway and the New Smyrna Speedway. Jeffrey White, driver of the 41 E-Mod slash A-Mod, has been one of the dominant forces. So if you're looking to get on board with a good racing team, Make sure you check out Jeff White Racing and check them out at the Bull Ring at Auburndale and the big track over at the new Smyrna Speedway. We thank them for coming back on board and supporting the show. And again, if you'd like to come on board and become a sponsor or supporter of the show, we only charge $5 an episode, and you can do as many or as little episodes as you like. One episode, 100 episodes, you could do a season. It's completely up to you. You can sponsor a division. Whatever you'd like to do, we are open um, just message us here on the Race with Ryan Facebook page or give us a call or text us at 321-356-2934 and we'll be happy to work with you. Thank you again to all of our sponsors and supporters. Now enjoy the rest of the show. All right, everybody, welcome back to the third and final segment here on this edition of the Racing with Ryan podcast. There it is. You Were you saving that the whole yes, time? Yes, I oh was. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh, man. Well, Tom is still here with us. Uh, 
Listen, we have around the state left. Um, there were some tracks that got some racing in. So let's start with the Citrus County Speedway as they look to get back to normal racing action after a couple of uh, rough months, to say the least. They've, uh, you know, some some new management over there. If, if anything you want to say about speed, uh, not Speedway video, uh, Citrus County Speedway, at the end of the day, racers are going to race. If there's a racetrack to go to, they're going to go. And uh, they had a pretty decent turnout. Sprint cars were there. I think there's about 13 or 14 of those. Good field of pure stocks. However, Mother Nature did that thing where she's not on anybody's radar and she shows up and ruins the show. And uh, I was up in Leesburg this week and I think I touched on it in the last segment, um, helped my mom with a few things. And I kind of had it in the back of my mind if we get done with everything and she doesn't mind hanging out with Peyton or I'll just take Peyton with me, um, I might run up Citrus for the first time in, in a while. Didn't happen. I was still painting a room at 1030 at night. Hmm. But as I was doing that, I could see what we we saw flashes in the sky and we're like, is that lightning? And it moved closer and the lightning was pretty intense. So I'm like, wow, it's uh, it's raining. And I didn't put two and two together until I got on the internet after I was done with my chores there. And... Um, saw that citrus had rained out. So again, I was in Leesburg about 30 minutes away and we got some of the storm and they got hit pretty hard with it. So the, uh, the show got canceled, uh, before most of the big events could go off, but they got a couple things in, including the red plate bandolero feature, which funny story on their program this week, it said oh, yeah. red plate bandolero one. So mm-hmm. I commented on there. I'm like, the Bandolero race is one lap because sometimes I'm like tongue-in-cheek like, hey, is, you might want to fix that, you know. Um, but I got to do it in a funny way because maybe people will laugh at it or something. Um, and then I got a message from Tyler Sontag, and he's like, our our graphic person is out of town. We know. Just shut up. I'm like, okay, sorry, <laughs> sorry. I'm like, I might see you this weekend, like 10% chance. He's like, I'm going to the Auburndale Banquet. I'm like, have fun. Um but the uh, the red plate bandolero feature went to Joseph Weiss. Uh, Heath Highnote was second, Landon Heaton third, Mason Welter, Jace Macklin, Camden Powers, and Owen Welter, your seven finishers. John Willis was disqualified for refusing to check the restrictor plate after the race. So I like that uh, Citrus has labeled the reasons for the DQs. Transparency is good. They also ran the Pro Bandolero feature, which was 10 laps, three cars in the field. Gerald White, third, won the race. James Beneke was second, Sadie Parsons in third. And they also had the Dwarf Car feature in 25 laps, five cars started. James McGrody won it. Rob Kohler, second. Robbie Beveridge, cool name, in third. Mark Towerville in fourth. And Jeff Wolf running out the top five. And I know, you look at that and go, nobody races Citrus. Um, and I could probably go check the heat race finishes, but it sounded like despite the turmoil over there that the people you would expect to be there still showed up because at the end of the day, it's nice to get a little something to take home with you. It's nice when you're, it's just nice to be treated well. Um, but some of these guys, they just, they just want to race and they're going to show up. It's just like the people that race at New Smyrna. Yeah. Some people have been quote unquote screwed over at New Smyrna before and they won't come back. We got a lot of hardcore racers there that just show up and race. And they've had bad shit happen to them too. So uh, I think Citrus will be fine. Uh, I know they get a lot of hate right now because it's easy to do because some of the – it was easy to hate on us for a while too. So 
Stuff happens. Um, the only other track here, Tom, that raced because Auburn did go away. <laughs> uh, Auburndale had their banquet. You didn't go film the Auburndale banquet, huh? After the you last know, banquet experience, you said the hell with it, right? What did I do on Saturday? Oh, I watched the Royal Rumble. Hmm. Um, yeah, no, I, I saw Stay that tuned they to were... segment four, Royal Rumble talk. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Uh, in, in case anybody has not watched it on Peacock yet, I sound like I'm plugging it. Yeah, download Peacock. Hey, I watched it. It was yeah. pretty good. Uh, I, I I won't say what happened, but uh, the the streak of me getting emotional at women's Royal Rumble wins continues. And uh, there there were a couple of uh, I, I predicted that one correctly. I also predicted a couple of surprise appearances correctly. Literally a couple. There were two that I was like, oh hey yeah, I got that right. Uh, I got the men's wrong. Well yeah, May Young but, coming out was pretty cool that you know she uh, the, a lot of <laughs> she perfume. even did her uh she she replicated her 2000 appearance where she took her shirt off so um yeah well. i mean Keep just the, kids the, at home, the the fact that they were able to um reanimate her is re- people have to look into that science <laughs> got to appreciate it right but <laughs> oh may young she was wonderful uh, she's old now um so old in fact that anyway <laughs> And she, they they stopped counting her birthdays. That, that's exactly. <laughs> <right>. <laughs> if you made it this far, thank you. Uh, I uh. Uh, don't remember. Oh yes, no. I I saw that they were having their banquet, and I I thought for a moment, like, should I reach out to Steve and say, hey man? Steve would have been I, like, reach out to Kim Nairmore because he passed his duties on to Kim because he's right. like, hey, they want to do everything, let him. That's so, right. That's he went and celebrated right. with his brother-in-law who won the championship. So. Yeah. No, I was I was happy to uh, happy to watch the Royal Rumble. Yes. Um, but congrats Showtime, to the Auburndale champions, though. Yeah. Good season. It, it was fun. I, I, I that's like I said, home away from home, always fun. Um, Showtime Speedway got another event in actually leg number two of their modified Triple Crown. Uh, you can probably see it there, Tom. Maybe you looked at it. But how many cars do you think they had for their modified race? And when you say modified, is like, that what like I think our, of when I like, hear modified? Like our Wayne Parker, Jerry yeah. Simons, Alan Bruns modifieds. Over there big, in the Bradenton. Big, big mods, yep. Does Freedom Factory run those? Uh, occasionally. They, they did it a couple weeks ago. Freedom Factory is like special events only. They kind of run bigger things when they feel like it. And they're running a Triple Crown. At, this is Showtime. Yeah. Over in St. Pete. Right. Yes, okay. I, I'm trying. Uh, I'm I'm trying to like consider a bunch of different factors to gotcha, ultimately gotcha, gotcha. just say like eight cars. Holy shit! You nailed it. Hey. Yep. Um, dude, that's just like modified racing. Yeah. We, we people have been hating on our modifieds for years. I've been critical of the modifieds mm-hmm. for years. That's the nature of the beast. You get eight to ten to twelve, maybe fifteen on a good night, and that's it. And uh, I mean, it was decent money. They paid. Uh, 2500 to win if you race the first leg of the Triple Crown and 1500 to win if you didn't. So okay. pretty good money. I, I like that setup where it's like, hey, if you want the big payday, you got to You got to support the, whole, the whole thing. Which, I like that. You know, it's not a bait and switch. If, if it's cleared at the beginning, yes, then, you know. Yes, exactly. If it's, if, if it's down, laid out. If it's advertised that now, way, then yeah. You know, Showtime is a little sporadic. They throw things on here and there and they kind of roll by the beat of their own drum. So be it. But um, <laughs> Yo-ho! <laughs> yo-ho, yo-ho. Pirate's life for them. Brad Bowman got the victory over there over Stephen Heist. Dalton Nelson was third. John Anderson, fourth. Hayden Mowry in fifth. Richie Smith, sixth. Seventh for Donnie Parkinson. And Scott Hawley was eighth. Dalton Nelson, the fast qualifier. They ran the Ford A Oval Division, so your crown Vicks. They had uh, 13 of them. They had 
Two DQs, Dalton DeGroff and Dennis Wilson. I did hear about this from Matt over there at Showtime. Apparently there was a big brawl in the pits. Um, allegedly, and I'll say allegedly because I wasn't there and didn't see it, um, Dalton DeGroff had an altercation with the tech man and there were punches wow. thrown, police involved, and from what I understand, Dalton denies his involvement and I guess he was taken away in the police car at the end of the night. So things were uh, pretty wild over there. And uh, what I'll say with that is, listen, the tech guys are not there to be your friend. The tech guys are there to do their job to try to keep a level playing field. And uh, if they find something illegal, don't attack the man. <laughs> don't, don't, don't attack, attack the man. <laughs> good good rule of thumb in yes. general. Just <laughs> and even if that's not what happened... I got pretty good insight of what to happen, but again, I, I I wasn't there. Don't touch the techman. If you get mad about it, go part, put your car on jack stands like everybody else, and go on Facebook and cry about it. Don't. People working at racetracks are doing it for the love of doing what they do, not for the money. Um, even in higher up positions, that might get a few more extra bucks at the end of the night. Do not put your hands on anybody that works at the speedway. Just don't do it. Uh, but anyway, who got the victory here? Austin Ramsey picked up the win over Mike Coleman Jr. Rob Lettle was third, fourth for Rick Haley, and James Grigby rounding out your top five. If Max Reeves sounds like a movie star name, Austin Ramsey sounds like a an 80s hair metal lead singer. It sounds like if we did a reboot of Austin Powers in today's day and age. But like American style. Instead of British style. <laughs> oh, so, so it's like... <laughs> So instead of being a parody of James Bond, it's a parody of like Jack Reacher. Sure. <laughs> yeah, Aust- yeah we'll I, can, I can see that. Yeah. Star- <laughs> Austin Ramsey starring Max Reeves. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, like I said, uh, I, I, never mind. Um, <laughs> I've had to I've had to stop myself a couple times as well. I was like, oh, this is for public consumption. Um, nobody listens to this segment. Uh, forward to figure eight A. So. Uh, these must be the advanced figure eight. I, I still, I hate the the splitting up of, of like classes. It just drives me crazy. Um, figure eight win went to Justin Meyer. Mike Coleman was second. Mike Wedlick in third. Rob Lettle in fourth. Fifth was Randy Foote. At least he didn't put his foot in his mouth. And then they ran super mini late models there, Tom, which are mod minis, if uh. you're keeping track at home. Uh, Jason Lester got the victory over Garrett Larson. James Glover was third. Ryan Ryland Mauer. Let me try that again. Ryland Mowry in fourth, fifth for Larry Goolsby. Uh, they had 12 cars show up. One DNS electrical issues for Fallon Goolsby sidelined him. A pretty good uh, turnout there for Mod Minis, all things considered. Jason Lester set fast time in qualifying, so good night for him. And that's all she wrote at Showtime. So, hmm. again, they only had three divisions in the the Ford Outlaws ran a, a figure eight at the end of the night. So again, you can do a lot with a little. Yeah. Four, maybe five divisions on a weekly shows all you need. Now, you know, World Series, you know, on the weekends we get a few extra classes, but honestly, go for quality over quantity and uh just make a good show of it. Tom's Tom's <laughs> smirking over here. Yeah. I, I thought of a dumb joke and I'm laughing at what I thought of. And I'm just like, I'm trying not to make you break, too. 
I saw the smirk and I couldn't. I couldn't. Yeah, it's and it's it only would have worked if I could deliver it with a straight face, and I'm not going to be able to. So it's just, just it's deliver it. We're, well, we're, you know, we're on the third segment. Do it. I I uh, I did have Randy Foot once, but thankfully my podiatrist was able to take care of it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Damn, I'm I'm glad you got that take, taken care of. Yeah. <laughs> wow. All right. Well, if you again, if you made it this far in the show, um, I I I appreciate you listening. Um, I'm 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 distracted here because I just checked the entries for the World Series, and uh, since we've been recording the show, we have we've had even more come in. So. Oh wow. I'm pretty excited. Tomorrow, Wednesday's entry list update is going to be pretty nice. Um, actually, a uh, little PSA here before we sign off. January 31st is the last day to register for the main World Series divisions and save on your entry list. Mm. Uh, or your your entry fee, I'm sorry. Um, after the 31st, entries go up to $300. It's $200 right now. It goes up to $300 for late entry. Um, we incentivize you to pre-register to build hype. So after that, you can still register. You just, you pay a little bit more. I know deals come together late. I would never not let somebody run for a championship if they have a deal come together late. If you're going to run the full thing, get with me on bonus points. We'll make it happen. Um, get those registrations in by the deadline. If not, if you're only planning to run a couple of races, just come out and run them, have some fun. It's looking like a, a great World Series. We have the Red Eye coming up. Here this weekend, we touched on some of the early entries earlier in the show. Keep an eye out on the website. If you go to Red Eye Central on the website, you can see the names. I update them every morning as they come in, as I drink my coffee. As a matter of fact, Tom, just to show the hard work that goes on that people don't see, I wake up early before work, go work on New Smarter yeah. stuff, drink coffee, and then I clock in yep. and do my real work. And then I work on New Smarter stuff throughout the day. Yep. But always working, always trying to keep things as up-to-date as possible, even though nobody knows how to look at things and ask me the same. Kenny today, Skinny, was asking me questions. I said, bro, <laughs> do you not look at the goddamn website? He goes, no. I'm like, it's right there. And then I get a message from this person. What time's the driver's meeting? Bro, go look at the schedule that's been up for a month. And these are people... Like, really smart people that know where to go. Rusty today, Rusty asked me today, do we have a schedule for this weekend? <laughs> I, I, listen, I want to throw my stuff across the room. Yes, boss, we have a schedule for this weekend. You know what it is? It's the schedule that you told me to post after we postpone the event. It's a... It's a Crumpled up funny. napkin that's that has show up and race scribbled on it. Now, in Rusty's defense, you know, he's not in charge of the schedules. He's not in charge of this. He's in charge of making sure that the operation of the evening goes as planned and the behind-the-scenes workings of New Smyrna Speedway are taken care of, okay? Um, it's just like, I used to be like, I used to get mad when Rusty would be like, I don't know who's leading the points. I'm like, why the hell don't you? And he goes, Ryan, if I have to make a call... I need to be able to make the call without knowing that I'm affecting anything. And I'm like, you know what? 
I respect that because you need to make the call based on the situation, not on who's it going to benefit, who's it going to hurt. So I'm like, oh, okay. I never thought about it in that light. So yes, I was kind of like, Rusty, you should know to go to the website and click the link and there's the schedule. But not everybody knows how to internet. So yep. there you go. Um, taking a look here. Since we've been talking and all those World Series entries came in, I'm curious of, on Red Eye to see if anything else has come in. Yep, not really. Red, red Eye entries are trickling in, whereas World Series entries are pouring in. Again, um, for that, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go to practice on Friday and, and give you all a, a better idea. I, I, I think people don't really understand that they can or or they probably know they don't need to register for Red mm -hmm. Eye. So we'll, we'll get that all figured out here come Friday. And uh, if you're concerned with it, Take a look at the pit walkthrough Friday. You make a decision. Come see us Saturday. It'll be a lot of fun. Yeah. No, I, you you read off the field earlier, and I'm I'm already optimistic. Yes, I, I think we'll uh, we'll get Speedway video, some good footage. We'll get back on track. We'll see some of the new improvements. Uh huh. Wink, wink, and uh, get ready for a good 2024. Again, if if there's power up there and and still a coaxial cable, we're good. If not. There'll oh, shit. still be something on the YouTube, definitely, but... <laughs> but we'll have some things to figure out for World Series. Yeah. So, All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for listening. Um, it was a lot of fun hanging out with Tom from Speedway Video. Um, usually when, when we hang out, hang out in this capacity, which is few and far between these days, um, the libations usually flow. So, uh, yeah, if you got to segment number three and you're like, what the hell happened? Well, Bush Light happened. So <laughs> trying to work on them as a sponsor. But, uh, yeah, thank you guys for tuning in. World Series preview show coming up next week. That show's always a big deal. We'll cover Red Eye. So next week, Red Eye recap, World Series preview. That'll be the focus. And then we are into the World Series, and we'll bring you a midweek update World Series show, hopefully, uh, if all goes well. And uh, we'll keep on rolling. So thank you guys for uh, keeping up with things for January. I know it hasn't been the most exciting January here on the show. That's why I try to do a couple of different creative things to keep you guys interested. Um, really appreciate the support. Thank you to all of our sponsors, all of our listeners. Thank you to Tom for taking a couple hours out of his night to come over and uh, chat about race cars. And it's been a lot of fun. So thank you. Uh, plug that Patreon one more time before we get out of here patreon.com slash speedway video and like ryan just said i know some people don't know how to internet it's it's <laughs> it is really easy i promise you it, it it is very easy if you've been wanting to sign up and you're like i just don't know how uh or you know if you see the bright yellow vest walking around the pits uh which which i won't be at the world series because i'll be <laughs> at home editing and, and scrambling back to the track as quickly as I can. Uh, if, if you want to speak with me at the pits, I know I, I cut a relatively intimidating silhouette, uh, just being tall and broad, <laughs> but, uh, at least that's what people tell me. Uh, but I, but I, I, I'm, I'm polite and nice. I feel, I feel like I'm relatively meek. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> so as Tom said, he wants to come do his thing, take care of business, but, you can say hi. Oh, that's right. I not, did just he, say yes. He will not bite your head off. I, this is the same podcast where I did say that. Yeah, but I, you know, on <laughs> regular, like at the red eye, like I'll be walking through the pits, and and you know, you can you can say hi. Um, yeah, a little Maybe, bit. I'll only bite if you want me to. We'll save that for the third show we're going to do after the Royal Rumble one. So, um, anyway, thank you very much, Tom. It's been a pleasure. It's been a lot of fun, and. Uh, 
see you guys at the Red Eye. Yeah, get out there. If you can't make it to Red Eye, support your local short tracks. Uh, watch some racing on Flow. Watch Speedway video. Just keep this sport afloat. And with that said, Vroom Vroom on. Vroom Vroom on. Vroom Vroom on.